1: This week on the program, LOL to them ever trying to make Ben Chaplin a thing. It's the truth about cats and dogs. I'm Andrew Jupin, Steven Sadak, Eric Siska Chris Gavin,
2: and Jennifer Kay.
1: And we hate movies. <laughs> everyone welcome to we hate movies thank you for tuning in as always that's right we're approaching valentine's day we're getting in the rom-com mood here it's the truth about cats and dogs from 1996 directed by michael lehman who has done a lot of tv in recent years but check this stacked filmography y'all <laughs> heather's Hudson Hawk wow. airheads. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's uh, wow. And then two gigantic slips, My Giant and 40 <laughs> Days and 40 Nights. <laughs> what a
3: king. We will be talking about 40 days and 40 nights at some point. That Is- will be happening. So he
1: d- he directed Heathers?
2: Yes. Yes. Yeah. And so yep. here's a little piece of trivia that I know from listening to the Heathers screenwriters uh DVD commentary many times in high school is that he originally wanted his idea for who would direct Heather's would be was Stanley Kubrick
1: which would make
2: this guy uh, I guess the poor man's Stanley Kubrick
1: oh boy
3: (laughs) I like that. that
1: Three and a half hour Heathers.
2: <laughs> it's
3: all, like,
1: all lit by candlelight. I feel like that's like, if you're a Hollywood producer and you find a young screenwriter, especially like the 80s, they're like, well, it's either like Kubrick. I'd <laughs> like to, yeah, uh-huh, okay, sure, okay. I'm yes. writing it down. High yeah. yeah. you... in the sky, Stanley Kubrick. I know he makes one movie every 12 years. But, yeah. but what,
4: would you settle for uh, just some guy? <laughs> We have just some guy.
3: I, I mean, I, I hate to tell you this, but he is technically still working on Full Metal Jacket. I know it's
5: 1996,
3: but it's still, its he's still doing stuff on it. I don't know what to tell you.
1: Uh, we should say, of course, so we're welcoming in a uh, friend of the show, Jen K. back. Uh, this is Jen... Uh, did I hear Steve right? You have seen this movie ten thousand times?
2: Oh, at least that's what Steve yeah. said. Mm. Uh, it's it's a sickness. Um, I have a lifelong <laughs> push and pull relationship with this movie. It's a bit of a will they won't they.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, were you in theaters on this one when it came out?
2: No, it, this was a rental, a uh, family rental. Um, very unfortunately, because there's some real awkwardness. Uh, if you're watching Chelsea has the your same feeling. Yeah, it was bad because like you think. You know, it's it's pretty tame overall, except for that one thing, which yeah. is like even actually even worse than a sex scene, frankly, because yep. it's like yep. so unsettling. And you do not expect that in a movie at all, especially when <laughs> nope. you're that age. Um, yeah. So very memorable.
1: Yeah, that is a left field development, and mm. I was not prepared. Even though I was told in advance that it happened, it was like, oh, yeah, this is uncomfortable. It's, it's,
3: it's very long. It takes longer than you yep. think it's mm-hmm. going to. Uh, yep. I I have also seen this uh, quite a lot of times, mostly because I... Had a very big crush on Janine Garofalo.
1: Yeah, in like the nineties. That bridge uh, troll. I've <laughs> <laughs> just I'm I playing know, the movie right now. I know it's it's incredible. It is truly
3: one of the like I that's the thing is like I don't think I ever really was paying attention to what was even happening. In this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like it's just because like if I'd actually paid attention, I'd be like, oh, what the fuck? Why? So then,
1: you were like watching them Comedy Central half hours in ways I never even imagined. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh, yeah. inventing all sorts of new ways to watch stand-up comedy huh? oh shit she's taking out a notebook <laughs> oh she's working stuff out on stage
3: hey if you want to know who who bought the one ticket to clay pigeons it
4: was me <laughs> i remember I, this is my first time watching this movie ever Same. but i think i remember liking clay pigeons
3: mm. clay pigeons is okay yeah i, I
4: think, think i've seen
1: it i definitely watched this movie uh as a young and Because I like both Uma Thurman and uh, Janine Garofalo, and I'm like, is there something
2: gonna happen, or
1: (laughs) so? What's uh, what are we doing here?
2: Really. liven things up a little bit
1: <laughs> well I'll tell you I mean there's the one scene where the three of them are getting wasted uh-huh.
4: and I was like uh oh I, I think it was on Ben Chaplin's mind and
5: that <laughs> oh, oh, absolutely. Sure. It to yeah.
4: so the truth about cats and dogs let's talk about the title really quick the tr- so it, that's like a cheeky title because cats and dogs fuck well not each other Pardon? but <laughs> you know what I'm saying like the truth in about like,
1: like the birds and the bees you know what uh, I mean gotcha, no, I think gotcha. it's yes. like uh, they get along like cats and dogs as in you know no. not good yeah it's it's, it's a, an explosive combination <laughs> you know
4: Right, it's, is that also the name of her uh, radio show?
1: It is. It yes. Is. Mm-hmm. So she is telling you the cr- truth about cats and dogs. Mm-hmm. As a you call for the <laughs> fish, is she hanging up. <laughs> I dress, think so.
2: She dresses a fish issue, I believe. In the uh, she does. Movie. Oh, takes yeah. oh, okay. all, all the animals, and
1: she knows how to check a turtle's prostate. So there's that too. <laughs> oh man, fingering a turtle in this movie didn't see that coming. Yeah. It, it would
3: be hilarious if she just stopped. Like when someone's like, "I have this fish," she's like. <sighs> Fine. I mean, you you heard the title of the show, right? It's. I mean, it's fine. It's whatever. Fine. Whatever. But, yeah, this is stupid.
1: Brian, do we have any dogs online? All right, so fine. We don't. All right, fine. Fish it up. What did I tell everyone last week? The last five minutes of every show is devoted to non-cat or dog pet problems. Why,
3: why, why do we even screen the calls is my question. Why even
1: fucking bother? Hey, big question also... Uh, what is the frequency of this program? That's a great it question. It
2: appears to be daily. Yeah. No, it, it does. It I does. Swear. It appears it, to be a daily program <laughs> <laughs> where this happens.
1: See, this At stuff. At least a Monday through Thursday kind of yeah, a
2: thing. It's it, wild.
4: It kind of ruined outlook on life, didn't it? All these 90s movies where it's like, oh, I could have that cool, <laughs> interesting job. Well, no, yep. you can.
1: no, you <laughs> can't. Can. <laughs> no, you can't.
4: No, this movie
1: lied to me. Frazier lied to me. I'm not working on the radio giving advice. Um, So, Jen, you're our guest this week, and you know you've seen this movie a bunch. If you had to distill the the plot of this movie very quickly, how would you do it?
2: All right. So the plot of this movie. Great question. Uh, So it is about a woman who is, um, I guess, some kind of. well, she's a radio veterinarian, <laughs> yep, like which is a thing. Um, mm-hmm. She's also uh, short um, and brunette. And this is a big problem <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> in the Indeed. universe of this film. Uh, she has a neighbor, played by Uma Thurman, who is uh, tall and blonde, which is the best thing to be, mm-hmm. um, no matter what else you look like or are like. Um, mm-hmm. And they do a little Cyrano act on this photographer, um And then they all learn something um, (laughs) and then they end up together. uh, The... In spite of the fact that she is short and brunette, he still likes her. At, well, short brunette and a psycho. Um, yes. he still likes her in the <laughs> yes. end, and then they end up together, and then that's and then the movie just ends. The, the psycho <laughs> note. I
3: think the psycho note's really important. Yeah, uh, and mm-hmm. like it is that's what we,
1: that that is what we learn, Jen. That, oh yeah, right. that's what we learned. She's fucking crazy. Cra- mm-hmm. accepts Cra- herself
3: crazy. as a maniac. Yeah. Yeah. that's really what she's doing. And you have to imagine at some point they were like they were in a, an office somewhere, and they're like. Look, we need a British guy for this. Hugh Grant is too (laughs) angular, I guess. I don't know what, like, a softer Hugh Grant is what we need. And it's Ben Chaplin, who is this little, like, kitten. Like, he's just, like, adorable. Like, he's just, like, a
1: little cartoon character walking through this movie. His career is kind of cursed, huh? Have you looked at it? It's not good. What are we talking, Steve? He's in that movie Birthday Girl, that Nicole Kidman movie, which is... Uh, one of the worst. I got a um, I got a story about that movie. Ooh, uh, he's in another. Jen, we watched this. Um, do you remember it? Lost Souls with the Winona Ryder of that course. like oh, weird God. Catholic. Oh. Bat- like, yes, it's probably a stay tuned. It's also super boring. He's in Murder by Numbers a little bit, which is oh, kind yeah, of a I movie. Totally
2: forgot he's in Murder by Numbers. A um, that's a,
1: that's a super stay tuned and yeah. a half. Uh, that uh, one. He's in the Thin Red Line appearance. because he was working in 1998. That's a, that had to happen. <laughs> they let everyone in there. <laughs> Yeah, just not much is the idea, you yeah. know. Like, just never, never really broke out. I was just gonna say he's like a he's like a British Mark Duplass with like mm-hmm. a fifth mm. of the charm. Mark mm-hmm. Duless. <laughs> I
3: mean, I, wow. I do have to, just because you brought it up, I do have to say I was really sad to know that uh, they cut out all of Louis Anderson's scenes in the Thin Red Line. <laughs> oh yes. <laughs> he was a major. It was it was beautiful scenes. He was in the field telling Sean Penn what to do.
1: Guys, don't cross the thin red line. <laughs> and no jokes about how thin it is. <laughs> uh, R.I.P. to a fucking great one, man. That Anatomic. was a total surprise. Very yeah, yeah. unfortunate. Anyone, any other dead people you want to throw to the bus, Chris? <laughs> Anybody else? Look, I've got a Sydney joke for later. Don't God, worry. I, can't, I can't wait for it. <laughs> well, I'll say, speaking of the dead, this movie was written uh, by the late Audrey Wells. This was her first uh, produced screenplay. Uh, She would go on to do uh, not a lot of stuff, Uh, actually, probably a couple of state tunes now that I'm looking at it. Uh, The Brendan Fraser, George of the Jungle, uh, that abysmal (laughs) Bruce Willis movie, The Kid, Under the Tuscan Sun, Shall We Dance, The Game Plan, A Dog's Purpose, uh, and her final... Uh, live action screenplay, The Hate You Give, which was also not great.
4: The dog's purpose was the one where Dennis Quaid was like throwing dogs into the river, throwing right? that dog in the river or whatever. <laughs> yeah. It was yeah. about like just how you get rid of dogs. Yeah.
3: I, also, Under the Tuscan Sun, also known as Divorce can be fun. <laughs> yep, absolutely.
1: Divorce can be fun, just to partner it with a little bit of mild alcoholism. Uh, but the thing that I was reading about that's interesting is her original screenplay, like the way that she wrote it. And I guess this was coming from. Uh, Garofalo and Jen I don't know if this was mentioned on the DVD commentary <laughs> Uh, but she, she was saying how I guess the movie was originally written more as like a movie you would expect to find Janine Garofalo in in the mm-hmm. 90s which is to say very low budget very like indie feeling kind of rom-com and then when Uma was cast they were like oh wait you know Fox was like now we have like a big star on our hands Let's give it a bigger budget. And now, like, it it became this sort of, like, not indie feeling at all, like, studio rom-com.
2: Yeah, I'm fascinated to imagine what that alternate universe version of this movie is. Because, like, right. I feel like it's not that much better, for sure. Because
5: uh, there's a <laughs> yeah. lot of
2: crappy uh, independent rom-coms, many of which Dean Garofalo was also in. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I just feel like what... I guess it would be like even lower key, and I guess the ending is a little more is like bittersweet. But no. Well,
1: I mean, bittersweet would be better than like I love you now that (laughs) I you manipulated me for weeks and I don't even know tried to make tried to like trick me into having sex with a model. I guess I
4: mentioned that her name in this is Abby. Abby, normal.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, this movie is kind of an overblown. It does turn into like. An overblown nineties sitcom, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you can just almost hear the <sighs> da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Oh, <kinda> definitely.
4: <laughs> yeah. Because it's such a- on
3: The Lying Woman. Yeah. <laughs> the audience just goes up and applaud whenever uh, uh, Jamie Foxx walks
1: in the room. <laughs> oh, big time.
2: Yeah, cuz the Cyrano inspired plot is probably the second most common uh sitcom rip-off plot. The first oh, yeah. obviously being um uh It's a Wonderful Life. That's your like number one right. you know, sitcom riff episode. And then then eventually you also do like the Cyrano riff episode.
3: I mean, it's just I cannot imagine that having Ed Burns do this movie would make it any better. <laughs> oh, like, Jesus. I just can't uh, like and shut up. That's that's what they have to be talking about, right? Like mm-hmm. I can't like yeah. romantic comedies of the time, uh-huh.
1: like I, I I I don't I Yeah, yeah, they're looking for a brother's (laughs) McMullen. She's got a dog so big it'll crush this town. It's Clifford. Oh yes.
5: Speaking
1: of speaking of music that could have been in this movie uh, and music that is in this movie, man, this movie starts with this like sloppy ass, laid back fucking jazz, like it's a goddamn Woody Allen movie. no, Get and the that credit- clarinet out of here <laughs> I, I mean at one point in this movie And I mean at one point They play Blues Traveler And I'm like you know what That's your avenue Like adult contemporary VH1 hits Is what I want to yeah. hear in this film yeah.
3: Wait, yeah Janine Ruffalo When we see her at home the first time Is listening to Solo S- Sting, Sting. Yeah. That is the red alarm If I've ever
2: seen <laughs> I would never If I was an actress and they tried to make me they tried to make it like my character listen to Sting I would walk off the stage
1: uh-uh. uh, Jen so your motivation in this scene is that you're listening to Solo Sting nope.
2: <laughs> I'm out of here
1: I'll take the Aaron Neville I'll even
2: take the Aaron Neville When oh,
1: well, he is trying to have a threesome to Aaron Neville I mean congratulations dude better men than you have failed at that uh, <laughs> I love this first scene of her at the radio station. You see her like how the show goes, and uh, you got David Cross as one of yes. the people calling in. That's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Oh, also when
4: she's getting into the office, this helps us illustrate how ugly she is, <laughs> because you know people don't hold the door open for her or the oh, elevator.
1: Yep, and the idea is like everyone in the elevator is very tall. I guess so. She's it just. I mean, I guess that's the thing is that she's short is the big part problem. Like men don't like short women. The small part. They just hate her though. Like yes, when they yeah. when, when she goes in the
3: uh, 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 the elevator, they're just like, oh. Fuck her. She's and I'm like, probably Why? an asshole or something. Yeah. I, I guess.
2: She, she is an asshole because this yeah. is a very common movie problem where like a character has some kind of chip on their shoulder about something and then they just act like a sarcastic jerk the whole movie yep. and you're supposed to like relate to it but it's like, no, she's just be, she's like huffing and puffing through this entire morning experience. She's a very unpleasant person.
1: <laughs> yeah, she does seem like it probably makes for a bad co-worker mm-hmm. vibe in the, in the radio studio that's, Definitely true. Yeah.
2: Cause you know, she goes into her engineer and it's like, oh, and they wouldn't hold the elevator for me. And this guy shut the door in my face. And he's just like, oh my God, Abby, can we just like start the show? I have to do this every day. <laughs> yeah. Totally.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I've been running commercials. You're five
2: minutes late. What's
1: going on? <laughs>
3: oh, oh, hi, Abby. No, you don't have to quote uh, uh, three pages from The Economist today. <laughs> at me. Thank you.
1: Thank you. <laughs> this producer closes the door and she goes on the air and he's just like, you know, it's <laughs> really hoping we'd get like a Fraser and Roz <laughs> thing going on. And I just don't see it happening. No. Because <laughs> Frazier was on the air at this point And very much we're borrowing from that As like a fake movie job that you want Kind of a thing Yeah it's that <laughs> thing of like You are a licensed medical professional of some kind But you are not practicing It's just like nice. You always expected Frasier to like Take on some clients And like not once does that happen on that show so,
4: I mean he paved the way for like Dr. Oz and shit like
1: that Totally oh yeah that's oh really niles i'm running for senate in the pennsylvania <laughs> now oh niles i'm spreading vaccine misinformation <laughs> all over the country D- don't play with that kelsey Grammer
3: might be doing that shit. oh that's oh, a that's good true. point oh <laughs> man
1: true. yeah i haven't heard what his ass is up to these days um so after we money get... plane or whatever the fuck the movie oh right was, it was right. Exactly. it was indeed money played still i've never seen money Plane. i mean neither. Maybe worth, we worth should worth the watch worth maybe the watch. we
4: should do that on the
1: road when. Maybe this year I like or this yeah, we'll get it yeah. we'll get it on um, get it our money plane and do the money plane yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so that's like sort of her you know her work life and everything and then she's at home later. I think another thing the thing is maybe her co-workers hate her uh, but also like this movie in general just hates her yes. she's she's dressed in like Baggy pajamas for 90% of this movie, inside and out, by the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess that's you put her in a burlap sack so you're not like, oh, it's not a 1996 Janine Garofalo. Is that what we're trying to do? Like, yep, they're doing her- their damnedest, yeah, exactly. And they also give her a horrible haircut. Oh. Jen, Jen mm. had a big problem with this haircut.
2: Oh, huge problem. It's a real, a real S show. This haircut,
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, she looks like uh, what do you call it there? Um, oh god, what's the name of the the little girl comic, Fran, no, uh,
2: you know what I'm talking about. No,
1: With Sluggo and the whole thing.
2: Oh, Nancy? Nancy. Nancy. She got,
1: it's almost a, like a Nancy-ish kind of a situation. Yeah,
2: and it's so flat and like it looks kind of unwashed a lot of the time mm. too for some reason, <laughs> which I guess is to show how low-key she is, but no. but yeah. And yet her face is in- caked in makeup, which they try and pretend she's not wearing because <laughs> movies love to do that. Like, it's yep. very strange.
1: It's like the, the minimal amount of like makeup. Comparatively that like she has through most of this movie Is just to set up when there's the scene Where like the counter woman At like the department store Really lays it on mm. thick so you can be like Oh now she's oh, got makeup on So
2: this is makeup <laughs> Yeah exactly
1: <laughs> Um, So she's at home Playing the violin in the dark mm-hmm. Jesus yep. Christ Which is what you want to be doing to Real us- serial
2: killer behavior
1: Yep absolutely you got some heads in the freezer with this trick <laughs> And she hears some shouting or there's a knock at the door and it's drunk Roy actually played by James McCaffrey, who I don't think any of you watched. but He was a big character on Rescue Me, Mm -hmm. the Dennis Leary show. I know him from American Splendor. He's the guy that like brings his daughter over to do a comic with paul giamatti's harvey p car and has a drug problem but is like <laughs> you want to just keep her then oh wow yeah
5: that oh, guy rules. i'm, I'm overdue amazing. for
1: that he was cool on rescue me because he played dennis leary's brother-in-law who was like killed in 9-11 and he would like appear to him like throughout the show as a ghost <laughs> yeah like a force ghost as a vision yeah that's interesting okay. they didn't do like Make him translucent and no brutal. wavy lines or anything. No, he, they would just be standing there. But that was part of the show. Was, they, was haunted haunted? Was there like a high budget episode showing
4: the you know the nether thing. space? What happened to him? You know,
1: Dennis. Uh,
4: was there a nine eleven episode of Rescue Me? Where well, we get to see no. The I mean, in space? the
1: in the first season, it, uh, there's a lot of flashbacks because he's having like PTSD. So. Yes, actually, to answer your question um, But anyway, so he's knocking on the door He's got the wrong apartment And I don't know why they bother to, like Hold the reveal that it's Uma as yeah. the neighbor No, because she's, like, shouting, like Get in here, Roy, you're in the wrong apartment And it's like, I know Uma Thurman's in this movie It's <laughs> literally 75% of the reason I'm watching it Just yes. ask Chris Cabin like... <laughs> yeah,
3: Absolutely And, like, do you think that I If I was in a uh, this apartment complex I'm expecting the loud couple to be yelling. I know that's happening. It's just a part of living in an apartment complex like that. Uh, the 3 a.m. violin practice. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm so, I'm so I would be that. much more uh, mm-hmm. having a problem with that one. Yeah, uh, and like the the thing about the Roy situation is like you don't even like you might want to get one scene of where he's like uh, you see a, like how seductive he is. Mm-hmm. Sure. Or like what she might have maybe ever seen in him other than (laughs) he has like a mane and a leather jacket. Uh, But like, yeah, this just like, he's just an asshole from the very get go.
1: But they play Uma and Uma has to play this character. Unfortunately, much, this is not exactly what, she should be doing in movies as dangerously stupid. Like literally like somebody that needs like welfare checks, like hey, Mm -hmm. we're using we're not using the stove, right? We're ordering food in. This is where it should
4: have been. They should have assigned her as a veterinarian to check on
3: this woman. (laughs)
4: And then she uses her for her own weird sex
1: games. Technically
3: we have classified her as a pet. Um, We we don't know what else to do with her. Uh but like yeah, could you give us some advice? For what
1: it's worth, and like, yes, she is dangerously stupid, fucking mittens pinned to her jacket all year long. (laughs) But, like, I actually thought she is pretty funny in this movie. And, like, her doing, like, screwball kind of stuff was interesting to me. But the problem is the rest of the movie isn't a screwball comedy. Yeah, She's the only character that's in a screwball comedy. And you're like, well, wait a second. You can't go from, like, how she's acting to Janine Garofalo, like, you know. While I'm on the radio
3: again. Well, she needs to be more like Will Hurt in uh, broadcast news. Like, there's the this like sense of professionalism. Like, yeah, she should already have the anchor job. Like, the 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 thing that should be about her is that she does know everything about aesthetics, and she knows how to present herself, and she knows all that stuff. But no, she's just like a bumbling buffoon who play, who like dresses up like a toddler for half the <laughs> time. I, I think part
4: of that's also like a is this a commentary on L.A. models or something? If this sure. is a girl who's an L.A. model, she has to be this stupid, I right? Guess. I mean, yeah. but it's like it's like
1: embarrassing though. Like Ben Chaplin gives her a book, and she almost breaks down in tears because it's the first time she, an adult woman, has received a book that doesn't have pictures in it. I mean, uh, and I was like, I didn't, th- I didn't think it was that bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so she, you know, whatever. They have this argument, and uh, Abby, he's like, is he? Is this what he's calling her fat and stuff and yelling at her? Is yeah, that he is calls
2: it? her an ugly bitch. Uh-huh. Um, well, that's no, he right. calls her a dumb bitch first, that's, yes. that's and right. then, uh, and then on the way on his way leaving, he calls her a uh, ugly dumb bitch.
1: Oh, because Abby <laughs> comes out with her vi- violin bow and like. Kind of threatens him with it and he just breaks it, which is what you would do in that situation. I mean, I yeah, know. totally. It's all like you got a sword on this guy. <laughs> uh, and that's kind of, the, they're kind of, I would call it a meat cute, I guess. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, she, I, it is pretty much the next day. So, yeah, I think this is at least a Monday through Thursday radio gig. Mm-hmm. She is back at the radio station on the air, and here it comes. There's a phone call and it is Ben Chaplin as this photographer and he just can't get this dog on roller skates to calm down. I, I love
4: the detail, too, that like he got it from the shelter and immediately <laughs> threw roller skates on it. For, he like adopted it for a photo shoot. For and this student? phone call brings him around to maybe keeping it. I feel otherwise he's going to kill it in the I alley. <laughs>
1: I mean, honestly, like, you know, adopting a dog anywhere is pretty tough now. You really, you know, you got to talk. You, there's like, well, they, they talk to you about stuff. There interviews. You need references. You're like, yeah, I want a dog. I want to throw it on roller skates, then throw it into traffic.
4: <laughs> sir, sir, this is not, it's not as easy as getting a gun, okay?
3: <laughs> Look, we're we, talking
1: we, about adopting a dog
3: here, sir. We, we don't do returns. Uh, that's a long process <laughs> that you have to start probably give it give it some time why don't you ben chaplin for one fucking photo shoot that he totally he
1: said he didn't even clear with
3: the people he was shooting
1: <laughs> he is trying to return this dog like a fucking. White girl Instagram influencer after the fucking worst part of the Uh, pandemic. Like, I can go out of the house now, I don't need it anymore. uh, uh, I I forgot that happened, huh? Oh, yeah, massive problem with those people. One thing you have to ask yourself, which is, oh, is this dog still alive? And the the thing is, a helpful (laughs) hint for for you guys at home, if you're watching a movie from the 90s, it's uh and wondering about the animals, it's like Uh, Watching a movie from the 40s And wondering about the people (laughs) Everybody's dead Every every animal you see in this movie is long dead
2: Except possibly the tortoise Oh that's a good point The
1: Tortoises do live a little longer don't they Unless Uma Thurman caused some anal fissure with that thing and <laughs> died after the he's scene
3: was bleeding shot. bleeding out. <laughs> come, come with me with uh, with some new information, but I'm pretty sure the turtle is dead, too. I th- I'm just going to take a bit of flyer on
1: this one. <laughs> yes. I think the tur- turtle's dead, too. You're just watching Casablanca and everyone's having a grand old time. Like, all time. All these people are fucking dead. All Absolutely, these animals, are dead.
4: They need to start updating this IMDB because Hank the dog is credited. And he's got oh, one he? credit. And it's just this, and we don't have any date of death or anything. (laughs) (laughs) So you think it might be a
3: 30-something-year-old dog, possibly? (laughs) (laughs) It's because they took him out, Eric. They whacked him.
1: Right. They are whackers before. or whatever. Yeah. He knew oh too much. man, don't get don't get Randy Quaid involved in this. <laughs> but you we need the IMDB, the internet mm-hmm. dog. A thousand percent. Or whatever I was doing. Oh
4: my there, god. Yeah. I know this comes mm-hmm. up later, but the guy in the cafe that swats the bee,
3: he's credited as B Man.
1: <laughs> hey B-man! Bee B-man! Bee Uh-oh, here comes B man.
3: <laughs> no, yeah, I also like them tall. Hi, Uma Thurman. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: uh but yeah so like he's like oh i need to uh, how do i calm this dog down and like they have a kind of a fun i guess flirty conversation where she's like if you get on all fours you know what that means yep it's also (laughs) i mean mean, it it is weird that like this dude's instinct is like uh oh this dog is freaking out better call this (laughs) radio show like i you know The fact that this guy even knows that a show like this exists is kind of weird, you know? know, I I didn't see, he didn't pull the old 90s sitcom thing that Seinfeld is so guilty of this where it's like, let me call that radio station (laughs) and just they immediately start dialing a number without having to look it up. (laughs) Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, and during this whole conversation, there is a lot of dead air. This is like a dull, (laughs) this is not great radio here.
1: Yeah, we need to cut to the producer freaking out.
2: I know, because he's not even describing what he's doing. So it's just like she's, Giving him instructions and then it's just silence while he does it. And so people at home are just like, what is going on right now?
3: I mean, I guess it's for like ASMR people who are really having a fun time here because I mean, Janine's got quite a breathy voice. That's true. And I feel like the sound
2: of dog roller skates must be someone's like ASMR yeah. trigger. Yeah,
3: absolutely.
1: absolutely. Yeah. I like AM- ASMR and bestiality when so I listen to this show. Just brave New Frontiers, Eric. Uh, who is not helping the situation is Ed, the photography assistant played by Jamie Fox. Hell yeah, dude! This could have been like if you were like Andrew, fifty dollars. Do you think Jamie Fox appears in <laughs> the truth about cats and dogs? That's fifty bucks. I would lose. Same. I would. I would bet the field that there are no black people in this movie. But here we are. We we, we had Jamie Fox of all people. It's funny
3: that like like all the because uh, there were so many of those movies that were like adapted from French movies into American movies, uh, right. such as Jungle to Jungle, a previous episode, uh, but like this also feels like those movies. This mm-hmm. has the kind of, same yeah. like temperature and overall look and like the bodiness, like the, the the little we're having a little bit more fun in the groin section here, everybody. <laughs> yeah, it
4: reads as English as second language for sure. Yeah.
3: Yeah. <laughs> it, very weird, and like I guess it's technic- like because uh, uh, the Serrano uh,
1: connection, it kinda is, but like, um, so he you know gets the advice. It all works out. The dog's cool. Great job, Janine Garofalo. You saved another life. Uh, And then, in a stunning turn of events, this dude shows up at the radio station to thank her. First things first, he calls her. Like I think this this is in the first scene, actually. After the David Cross call, he calls. This is before we meet Uma, and then she, he calls the station. To say, hey, can I talk to that lady? Uh, that personality, like, oh, you're we'll, right. We'll yeah. patch. We'll patch you right in. Absolutely right not. Personal like the,
2: desk phone, like that's. <laughs>
1: yep. Like that's. just not how that works. I mean, especially for like. Uh, I mean, for any, you're gonna get talk radioed, man. Like this is gonna happen. <laughs> you keep putting these people through, and but she's it's... like, she's like, oh, well, let's have it. He's like, can I buy you a drink? And she's like, oh, sure, I'm. 5'10 and blonde because I'm a lunatic. <laughs> Insane person. Yeah, that's And what she's I looking at a picture yes. of Uma Thurman, who's done a photography gig for like some speaker company. Yes. And it's Uma like sexily sitting on top of the speaker or whatever. But the other weird thing that he says, I forgot. Yeah, this is the phone call part. Yeah. And he's like, Yeah, I wanted to call you to let you know that like we, the gag, of course, is we slept together. <laughs> the dog slept in the bed. But then he also says, did you get the picture I sent? And oh, she's like, oh yeah, and I was like, holy fuck, buddy, you're sending photographs yeah. to this woman at the radio station? Big trouble. Did you
4: get the thumb I sent in the mail? <laughs> and the cipher?
1: No. Did you like, get that envelope of hair I sent?
3: Yeah, I, I have your uh, uh, grandmother's ID here. Uh, could you talk to me, please? <laughs> uh,
1: uh, hey, hey, Abby, we got a heavy breather on line three. I'm just putting him <laughs> right through. He's jerking off right now. Oh good, I'll try to date him.
4: <laughs> but it's interesting too, like not only just saying like, "Oh, I'm," I guess maybe living out of fantasy, saying you're this or that, but then like agreeing to a time and place, yes. and then going about your life like it didn't just, fucking matter.
3: Just say no. Why <laughs> yes. aren't you just yeah. saying I? I don't do this. This is not like you definitely need the fucking scene of seeing the whoever screens these calls who obviously also hates her, being like fuck her, let this psycho through. Uh, and then this happens, and then she just sta- like there's this sad quote unquote scene of him and this dog on this bridge, just like yes. looking oh, off looking off long. into the scene. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing, buddy? Like you're Be- I'm sorry, you're Ben Chaplin. You're adorable. You're you're, yep. you're doing fine. <laughs> yeah, you're not- and he's
4: and he's a photographer, which is another fake job you can't get. You absolutely. know, his, his life is is paradise.
3: <laughs> Did you look at that fucking studio and apartment Whew. he has? It's oh, absolutely it. insane. Like Janine Garofalo's apartment almost looks correct for the mm. job she does, almost right. But the one that fucking <laughs> Ben Chaplin has is like he produces movies. It's also
4: interesting. <laughs> like they establish like Uma Thurman is this model or whatever, and she's appearing in print photographs and stuff. And he has he's a photographer, maybe working within that industry. Yep. There's no no like wait
1: what or anything. Nope. Yeah. And he doesn't know who who models are. Like, yeah, you're you're totally right there.
2: Yeah. And she also knows nothing about photography, like at all. Like, (laughs) like he barely seems to know what a photograph is. Uh,
1: But so he comes. And again, so he storms into this police, the the police station, this this radio station with the dog the next day. Like, I'm going to give her a piece of my mind. Oh, right that way, Mac. You want to yell at our on-air personality? Go right ahead.
2: Wild. Like, I know this Just, is pre 9 11 world, but I feel like they had some kind of security back then. Like, absolutely. At least a guard. I mean, you know,
1: like Nakatomi Towers had a dude sitting at the front <laughs> desk. Like, yeah, he was easily assassinated, but he was there. Bruce Willis had to check in. That's what he should do. He should start killing
4: security guards with this dog
5: <laughs> to
3: find this lady. You know what? Uh, usually I'm supposed to take you by the arm and escort you out and maybe even throw you down the stairs a little bit but she forgot my birthday like every year like everybody else is really good about it she forgets all the time why don't you just go on through buddy oh, Take another her out mouth of here
1: another mouth breathing lunatic here to see that small woman go right ahead <laughs> i'm great at my job <laughs> uh you know she's
4: too ugly
3: to protect
1: <laughs> <laughs> if she was tall and blonde i'd, I'd screen you but uh, as it is, you know, she deserves to die. Oh, <laughs> wild animal, too. Go right ahead. <laughs> it's a busy day for Janine Garofalo getting visitors at the studio because before he yeah. shows up, Uma shows up because we we got our run-ins with Roy mm. uh, c- uh, conflated here, uh, mixed up. There is the first one where we don't see Uma. Then there's this second one where they're having the argument and Janine goes out, and this is where the bow gets broken. Yes. And then, so this is Uma coming to the studio to be like, oh, yeah, I, I bought you a new bow and some flowers, and, yeah, I want to kind of be friends with you. Because there was a thing where Uma is sort of, like, complaining about her, like, station in life or something, and then she basically is, like, uh, Janine Garofalo's character gets insulted because, uh, you know, is like, then the next thing you know, you have a cat and you 40, and, yeah. you know, Abby, Janine Garofalo is like, you know, what's wrong with that? Mm-hmm. They kind of have, like, a fight. So this is her, like, sort of, trying to make it up, you know, make up, uh... Do a make good here.
2: Yeah. So she brings this, like, big bouquet of flowers and the violin bow into the studio, and you know that her producer behind that glass is going to be the engineer. I knew it! <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, definitely. You owe me 20 bucks, Brad. Told you. Told you that's why she wasn't paying attention to you, Brad. <laughs> Told you. <ya. laughs> yeah, and, like, so, um... And, like, Ben Chaplin comes in gun blazing. No, comes in and is, like, (laughs) about to, is, like, which one is Abby? And for whatever, I mean, like, in a maniac thing. Oh, no, I'm sorry. He assumes that Uma Thurman is Abby because she's already been described as such. And then Uma's in the booth kind of messing around with the headphones, pretending like she's on the air. And I mean, like.
2: Like a child would if they were in this circumstance. Yes.
1: (laughs) The voices couldn't be any different. Oh, any more different. Yeah. It's It's like James Earl Jones and Paul Giamatti. You know what I mean? Like she <laughs> Uma's got this like deep husky voice and uh Gene Graffo's got this like rye sarcastic like east Low coast Low husky thing. voice? Yeah. Well, I mean it's different. It's a little, a little more nasally, I guess you call it. Yeah, like yeah gravelly. That's true. I
2: would say gravelly.
1: Gravelly. Yes. It just, if they couldn't be more different. He's like, wow, you sound totally different. She's like, oh, the radio adds 10 pounds? I don't know. What? I don't well, know. It's works.
4: like James Earl Jones playing uh Darth Vader, you know? Like the, mm. the pop cover on the microphone makes you sound so much different.
1: It is hilarious, though, because she's yeah, she says something about like, you know, the, the radio makes all the difference, or something like that. And he's like, Oh, yes, I've heard about that. Yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> oh. Blimey! <laughs> oh. I have zero personality. Oh, meanwhile, I was—I—I meant to stab you right now. That's why I'm here. Could you stabbing. tell me which which one of you is Abby? Uh, well, no reason other than I need to know who it is. I'm here to kill. <laughs>
3: You know, it's best not to keep your eyes on your purse at all times. You should just let whatever <laughs> happens happen. To oh your man! Purse.
4: Now I kind of want this to have been the movie, like a like a play Misty for me, where like yeah, a psycho no, attacks exactly. at the radio
1: station. Pardon me, ladies. Oh, one of you had your last breakfast. Which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so to to like make this lie work, um, Abby is pretending to be Donna, the assistant. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Um, and so like, uh, no- Noel is uh, Uma's character's name. Noel and Abby go out to lunch. Uh, and this is, you know, we hear all this stuff from Uma about like, oh, I don't eat. I just like to order and look at it because I'm a model. Does everybody get it? Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're having fun. Uh, and this is where this, de- I mean, it is so like not for this movie, but it is hilarious. This guy freaking out about the bee. <laughs>
3: It's a nice little bit. I, I mean, like the thing that's weird about her is that you would imagine if you have enough money to pay for this play, the the place you have, yeah, and also just buy food that you're wasting. <laughs> like, are you uh, like uh, you would have to be like on uh, magazine covers? You're not mm. just like on the stereo, a stereo equipment <laughs> ad that pinned <that's>, <laughs> up for some reason. Like, I uh,
1: this it makes no sense to me. That's a risque ad for Eagle speakers, yes. by the way. It is really something. Doesn't uh, it want to make you upgrade your sound system? It does, now? I guess. I, th- I thought Eagle was a family company. Mm-hmm. No, it, oh, they, not anymore. They're also responsible for the Def Leopard covers. Uh, now it, that uh, Chuck Sr. died, Chuck, <laughs> Chuck Jr. took over the company.
2: Chuck Eagle. <laughs> uh, yes, Chuck Eagle,
1: Chuck, Chuck Eagle Jr. Wow, what a great name. Mm-hmm. That's like the most American name of all time oh, He's definitely there on 1-6 dude Don't worry about it Oh yo, yeah Chuck Eagle he had some things to say on the internet He was bragging on Facebook About some things on 1-7 I But this point the point of this scene is With the B guy is like everywhere Uma. there's also another thing when they're walking and some guy like does a bicycle trick and like uh, oh, almost it, gets hit by a car kind of a thing
4: also very funny that was in the that was in the trailer right because and- everyone's trying to impress Uma but uh, I just noticed in my notes one line Uma has at this this uh, lunch where she's not eating anything she's concerned that you are what you eat and that she's nothing
1: yikes yeah that's yeah. a real you got problems lady yeah <laughs> And, uh, yeah, we just breeze
3: right past that to uh, a joke that really could not be made. I like they get out of this uh, this uh, restaurant and fucking Uma Thurman is like, "What? What's wrong?" And and, and Judy Garofalo says. Nothing that an AK forty seven and a clock tower wouldn't <laughs> cure, and yeah. I'm like, you wow. couldn't make within a ten year radius. You can't make that fucking joke. <laughs> but, but, it, no. but it's a
4: fu- it's a funny joke.
1: It really is. It like it perked me up. I was like, wow, okay. It's some spice. Not only is it fucking hilarious, it's a weird thing where you're like, oh that. Could have been something in your stand up. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Which which means it shouldn't be in this movie, though, is the thing. <laughs> I'm sure she's doing some ad libbing and something to make uh, this movie even remotely uh, yeah. humorous.
3: I, I I don't think she's great, but she is so much like in comparison to so many, st- like Chris Rock is like one of the worst. At- like he does, he's always doing stand up. Yes. Every movie he's ever done, he's always doing stand up, no matter what, even if the material is not stand up. Even if it's a dramatic reading, yeah. But I, mean, I think she's a legitimately good
1: actress. You yeah, know I, mean? Mean, yeah I think she's, she's pretty good in this. That's why Chris Rock's best movie is Top Five because he plays a stand-up him. in that movie, <laughs> and it's fine that all of his dialogue sounds like he's doing a bit. She, uh, uh, but the whole point of this this part is like, oh, all these men are going like going crazy over her and like ignoring Abby. But I mean, I feel like if you were to ask a room of ten straight men. Uh, who they preferred, Janine Garofalo or Uma Thurman? It would be like a six to six to four split, not like nine to one. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah, it's just a, yeah. it's a preference thing. Like, do you like tall tall women, or do you like short women? Do you like these? You know what I mean? Like, it's not like they're both very very good looking. Is the short short long and short of it?
2: Yeah, yeah. and they're also very distinctive looking because it's not like Uma Thurman is like a like a classic blonde bombshell type. Yes. Like right. she is a also an acquired taste in her own way.
1: Yeah. It's not like a Denise Richards or something like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like where it's just like this bodacious babe. She's, I mean, she, Uma Thurman's gorgeous, but like it's a very specific a, look. Yeah, you're right. But, yeah, but high, like t-
3: uh, very uh, tall models were very big, and like I guess yeah. they always are. But like no, in the '90s, right. it that seemed like a thing, very yeah.
1: specific thing. The Kate Moss thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're yeah.
4: big. They're tall, dude.
1: Yeah, yeah. I guess
2: right. it just comes down at the end of the day. Do you like women with huge hands, or do you like women with very small hands? Yes.
1: <laughs> yeah. At the end of the, you're totally right, Jen. At the end of the day, how many tough jars are you trying to? Yeah. Open? <laughs> These hands, man, are enormous. They're really big. <laughs> it's wild stuff, dude. Oh, yeah. That's they're, all I gotta say. They're, they're pickle releasing hands. <laughs> oh, she's she's got a pair of real. Can I get that for you <laughs> over there? Let me crack that lobster
3: for you.
1: <laughs> the uh, the bar that they go to, you know, they're, so meeting Brian at this bar and he is like immediately telling Janine Garofalo all about how he thinks he's meant to be with Uma Thurman. And like shit. Crazy city. Like if he just wanted to fuck her or whatever, wanted to fool around, like that would be fine. Because uh, I, I guess at this point, like I think they've come to the agreement, like we're going to go to the bar. Janine Garofalo is going to tell him immediately. And then yep. she... And then she spills fucking salsa all over her shirt, which I do agree. <laughs> yeah. It's not a great look. Um, oh, yeah. You I've been can't there. be giving it, you can't be spilling the beans about something like this when you got a salsa shirt on your hands. Yeah. No. Um, but this is like you're right um when we were saying that this is like uh very 90s sitcom-y because this is the moment like you watch all those friends' episodes of Seinfeld's where it's like this whole thing is diffused if you just say this thing yes. right mm. now. Yep, and right. it's just, it's not that, I guess, because of the salsa, but this is also. This was where, Steve, you mentioned Blues Traveler starts playing. Mm-hmm. And they do they do indeed start playing here. The way that the um the movie, they're trying to make it sound like it's bar music, uh, yeah, like diegetic and not just like playing on the soundtrack. But the way that it's mixed definitely makes it sound like Blues Traver was playing a gig in the other room <laughs> yeah. and I was like oh cool like this movie's coming out in 1996 we're definitely about to have a John Popper cameo right here Oh, that bummer! Awesome. no such luck just bad mixing nice. they might be
4: playing they would have to be in a stadium for them to actually
3: play. <laughs> I guess that's true they were huge at the time yeah.
2: huge but you know for, for the fictional uh, movie and then he could give like Gene Garofalo a little like life lesson about mm. believing yep. in yourself yes yeah yeah,
4: that might it's be absolutely. better
3: than her lying about having a goat farm that she's <laughs> at. Oh, Donna, I hope you're not giving me a run around.
1: <laughs> look, yeah, look, you have to be like, oh, you're putting me on, aren't you? You're putting me on. On a cracker with some cheese. <laughs> Like, I don't know why you wouldn't just say she works with me yes. at the radio station. Yeah, yeah. I'm a publicist. I, I'm a producer. I'm, I'm literally anything. But I've it, seen it, anything.
4: It's one of those things where it's like, oh, first of all, the guy, you know, Ben Chaplin's whatever he says, like, oh, you're here to screen me for Abby. Oh, how wonderful. And uh, then she sees a plate of cheese go out from the kitchen. That's where she goes, oh, I make cheese.
1: <laughs> Man, it's like lazy usual suspects. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but they, they go back to his place and like, yeah, I'll I'll give you all uh, it's a banger interior, but the outside of this thing, I was like, does he live in a bomb shelter? <laughs> like, you see them approach this building and I was like, there's a dead body murdered by John Doe from Seven in that room. <laughs> like, sp- the outside of this place looks so weird. First of all, two spacey refs in a row and I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, <and laughs> second, least usual suspects. Is that how uh, verbal uh Kaiser Sose started saying he's verbal kind like he was in an awkward social situation. And yep, he, exactly. like his foot fell asleep, and then they're like, Oh, there's that guy with the leg problem. <laughs> uh. And the myth just built itself from there, exactly. Uh, but this is where, yeah, they're looking at his photos, and this is like uh, you know, Janine Garofalo and Umar both looking at them, and it is like Uma is playing an alien who's never yep. seen a photograph before <laughs> Because he's like He does it twice to her in this movie Where he's like what do you think of this one And she's like what do I think
4: <laughs> So my soul's in the photo now
2: <laughs> oh. And you know Janine Trogolfo is a, some kind of art genius Because she's like I really like those textures <laughs> Yeah. yeah
1: that's, yep Oh yeah that, that's that's art, art history 101 or better possibly <laughs> And this is all a, a fucking sick setup by this son of a bitch, Brian. Because then all of a sudden there's a knock at the door, and in comes Jamie Fox with this little girl, and he's like, "Oh, good, you're here." And Ben Chaplin's like, "Oh, yes, I called him straight away. His niece has a turtle problem." <laughs> and I was like, "Man, that's fucked up." And this <laughs> is she's not up. she's not working right no. now. She has okay?
4: to. So the thing is, you have to inject this turtle, and it's like he, he Jamie Fox says they got everything from the veterinarian, like. Why can't that guy that person inject it?
1: Well, Jen and I were talking about this last night about the the implausibility of her own show because every call would be like you gotta go to the vet. Like that would be like that right. would be it's yeah. oh, okay. Like yep. my dog is throwing up. Okay so you want to go to the vet. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, oh well, my dog well uh is, uh, is having this yeah, you probably want to just go to the uh, vet. My then. cat got hit by a car.
2: Uh, vet. Yep, vet again.
1: Uh maybe go to the pet store.
2: <laughs>
3: you are just waiting for the psychos like to come yes. on your radio mm-hmm. station and be like, "Oh, I you know, he just he doesn't talk to me like he used to." Yeah. You know? And yeah, like exactly. it just that drags out for 30. Yeah, minutes. I
4: mean like what at the time Howard Stern was huge, so you kind of want to have like a a huge amount of freaks oh. calling up.
1: Yeah, yeah he, she needs her own whack pack on this get, show. Get, <laughs> get a calico
3: cat on a Sibian. <laughs>
1: no, oh, God. man.
4: Uh, calico pussy, please.
1: <laughs> Good gravy. I, but, I, um, what was I going to say about that? I'll uh, oh, come back to me. Go ahead, Steve. Sorry. But like, so the girl, it's like, oh, my turtle or whatever. I'd be like, first of all, cats and dogs, not turtles and parrots. You, you, yep. you got the wrong lady. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, what I was gonna say was to, to your point. Yes, definitely, she would not be able to like administer anything other than go to the vet. But it would make more sense if the show was like if she was like a a dog whisperer kind of thing, and it was like behavioral. Yes, yeah. like those are things you yeah. can give advice on training, behavioral things, whatever. But yeah, like my dog's kind of wheezing, and she hasn't been eating for a couple yeah. days, <laughs> and I'm starting. It's like there will be nothing she can say to you. <laughs> Besides, go to the doctor. Yeah, my dog ate chalk. Go to the vet. My dog he's wheezing. Go to the vet. Go to the, go to the fucking
3: vet. <laughs> I mean, the attitude of the film is a little bit like a a, a concerned parent who has like a a, a twenty six year old uh, a single uh, child who's really into their dog and like not dating. Like that's the whole like like the, all the people who are essentially treated like crazy people on the air mm. are just people who are like really into their pet. Yeah. And the yeah. whole point is like these two people have to stop caring about their pets and start boning because otherwise we'll all die. <laughs> uh, like, like, like
1: the Pope said.
5: Yes. <laughs> that's that's true. Very true. That's
1: true. <laughs> <laughs> now, so Jen, when you watch us uh, as a youth, uh how did the turtles scene play out with your parents or not so much? Or? I mean, I
2: think wouldn't have occurred to me as being like sexual or weird yeah. at all. Like, yeah, um, I mean, obviously, like butts are funny. Always. <laughs> butts but, are like,
1: always funny. But butts
2: are just funny. Like, I don't think it would have creeped me out um the way it would have if I was a little older.
1: Your parents like, would have gotten, no, you know a, a knowing con- look about that turtle getting fingered. Yeah, the
2: connotation.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so the the phone sex scene was the problem. Right? That
2: was the that was the issue. Yeah, yeah it was think so.
4: <laughs> courageous of them to put this in there. It was a new thing, just invented. I think.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh what's weird too you can it's it's very interesting it's not uh the clothes or the soundtrack so much um or the fact that you're seeing janine garofalo in a movie that really tells you it's the 1990s oh here it comes uh what really does it is jamie (laughs) Foxx saying in all seriousness all seriousness (laughs) that uma thurman is indeed All that in a bag of chips. I couldn't believe it. (laughs) Wow, (laughs) unreal. Like he made it up Mm. (laughs) too. I mean, it is so totally crazy that he just says it like so seriously. Like, oh god damn, look at her. Like, I was like, so that that happened. I mean, I guess there was a point in our in our collective pop culture Mm, where you said that.
3: And you meant business. I, I I watched a movie. I it was like a, a trashy piece of shit, but like. This is like two thousand one, two thousand two, and I heard a badonkadonk in the wild. Wow! wow. It was absolutely incredible. I, I forgot <laughs> completely that that happened, and I and, was horrified all over again.
1: And 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 absent of any like attempt at comedy, like it was just like, oh, and of course, uh, section seven, the badonkadonk. Uh...
3: No, 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 it was like some guy's friend, and like, look at that badonkadonk to somebody who they don't even cut to. <laughs> like like Entourage style We're walking away from something and we're really cool And then one of his side guys says Look at that donk. <laughs> so
1: you saw this in a movie Not real life is it, is no, in, in, a
3: real, in, in a movie Okay. Uh,
1: I feel like if you hear that in real life Chris you gotta call me immediately I, I <laughs> Just let me. It, it fucking happened I heard it IRL We might
4: have a crank yanker loose on. <laughs> no, no,
1: Those people are immediately executed We all know that uh, but so to save the turtle's life she has to finger it and uh Janine garofalo has to let her know how to do it in the other rooms like oh' we'll go wash our hands kind of you know, thing. but
4: it's also like now that there's like a living being being tended to yep. maybe this is where you break your reality
1: just come yeah. clean and be like hey listen we were doing some weird scam on you but you know what this turtle is in trouble I should I should come I'll, clean I'll tell you right now if it was a dog or a cat, absolutely they would fold so fast but the fact that it's just this gnarly little turtle it's just like fuck it you know what if you puncture this thing's rectum it's just the turtle oh. I'll give you the two dollars to go buy another one oh.
4: <laughs> I guess you know a turtle with a punctured rectum could go on to have a long and healthy life I mean look at Mitch McConnell
1: <laughs> that's true. true that's very true I remember when Uber Thurber needed to fake a bash I was (laughs) too shy, and I never came out of my shell.
3: (laughs) Never thought about cling wrap the same again. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, we are wrapping it up, aren't we? You have to, really. Uh, yeah, no, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Oh, uh, but so uh, then, but it's a pretty quick cut after that scene. Like, yeah, we, we, see we, the, we uh, the head come out of the shell. Yes. we mm-hmm. don't
4: see needle penetration, which is a problem for me.
1: <laughs> but just this turtle being like, "Hello,"
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I thought it was kind of how, funny. How did you know I liked that?
3: <laughs> oh, it's his thing. <laughs>
1: So she, uh, they they make a date to go to this department store, and Uma's like, "I'm gonna help get you gussied up there." Sure. And this department store clerk just spending time in her day, telling Janine Garofalo how disgusting <laughs> she oh, is. God. <laughs> what the fuck, man! <laughs> I just don't get it. Yeah, like just, oh, you're, you're disgusting, and like I think Janine's got snappy one-liners as well. Yikes! She has she has the snappy one-liners when she takes stuff back to this lady. Oh, right. At the, towards the end of the movie But this is where it's like Uma's like Oh you know We'll get all these products for you Get you done up right And whatever And they cut uh, and it's just Janine Garaffo looking like a fucking clown. It's
3: outrageous. Well, I imagine this is where uh, uh young Steve's antennas went right up when uh, Uma Thurman says I'd fuck you. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, all right. Yeah. Dude, that's Sad. like che- that's like Chekhov's gun. Don't put don't yeah. set
1: that off in the first act, we're gonna pay it off in the third. Now
4: you gotta start really paying attention to the movie.
1: <laughs> I love uh there's the bookstore scene. I don't it, it's kind of like there's just a lot of like, oh, isn't she beautiful? And it's a bookstore scene where Uma Thurman, uh, 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 what you call it, uh, she takes her to a bookstore. Uh, Garofalo takes her to a bookstore. and She's like, what are these? <laughs> <laughs> and the guy behind the counter, they're talking, yep. and the guy oh, behind yeah. the counter is just like, "Well, you're so beautiful. Anything you do is perfect," or something <laughs> terrifying. It's like, like it's something, something about her body, mm-hmm. and then he goes and what a body it is <laughs> yes that's right and the guy doing it is her brother yeah uma thurman's real life brother delivering this line and wow. like i don't know why don't you switch him and b guy exactly well, he could th- be a guy we're
4: trying to hit every everything for everyone you know
1: <laughs> oh yeah that's
3: true no, no, <laughs> you know, so- the incest creeps in here hey hey tony so what we want you to do here is um Hit on your sister. <laughs> uh, just this scene you're going to hit on your sister is what's going to happen. And like, I I took that. I didn't even check. I, I But I took down the note. A, a bookkeeper who looks like Uma Thurman. <laughs>
1: yeah. 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 I was like, what yes. the fuck is going on in this scene? Yeah, It's like you, if, he... if Uma Thurman and John Lennon were like Photoshopped together, it would look like this dude. Really when you look way. at it, like when they get the close up, when he says this bone chilling line, you realize, like <laughs> they have the, they have the same exact eyes. Yes, it's the it's the same eyes, and you're just like, no.
3: Explicitly, we want you to talk about your sister's body. What? Is the reference <laughs> you how much you like it? Is what we would like you to do.
1: <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Michael. Yeah, can we just? I was thinking uh, in between some of these takes here. You know, wouldn't it be funny if bookstore guy? Yeah, maybe I just like took it for a walk a little bit. You know, just just tell her how beautiful
3: her body is and
1: what I, I'd like to do with it. I mean what the character would like I, to
3: do I, with it. I, I like how you're thinking, buddy. I really do. I think this is a good way. I think we can open this scene up a bit. Uh <laughs> I, 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 and
4: then, I still can't believe that that's the uh it's the the brother. brother. Jeez. Deccan yep.
1: Thurman, by the way. D-E-C-H-E-N. Think about I think that. think I played an arcade fighting game called that. <laughs> <so. laughs> Deccan Thurman 3. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so here it is. The, it, we're at the moment, folks. Yep. The big fucking phone call scene. Oh, Jesus. Oh, boy. Well, and it's like you... Go ahead, Steve. Oh, no, because Ben Chaplin has a scene with Be- Jamie Foxx where he does indeed profess... To be a little uh, weirded out that like she seems so different in person than she does on the radio. On the radio, yes. she's so smart and, and whatever. And on the, in person, she seems dumber than a bag of rocks. Kind of. <laughs> she a doesn't thing. know what books are. <laughs> 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 Did everybody catch the horrendous ADR in that quick scene? By the way, no. It's like they're outside getting into Ben Chaplin's fucking Jurassic Park Jeep that this guy has for whatever. Pretty reason. cool. Uh, and Jamie Foxx is, like, standing on the other side of the car. They're outside, and it's all really bad ADR, but, like, it gets really horrendous when Jamie Foxx, he just has this line that, like, they must have recorded later while he was in a Burger King drive through because it's just like, <laughs> you're letting your brain do too much of your thinking. <laughs> it doesn't sound like him jamie fox in that take is not moving his mouth almost it's so bad So do they cover
4: something more like a, a salacious like think with your probably. dick brother oh yeah, yeah probably we, something
1: we, like that That get the tv cut in for comedy central mm-hmm. yeah so yeah um, he, he calls yeah. her uh because he has her number and i guess he's like oh wow you sound like you do on the radio <laughs> and also like that woman i keep meeting <laughs> strange hey you sound like your friend who hilariously spilled salsa all over herself while blues traveler was playing
3: (laughs) again are you giving me the runaround I really need to know I've been listening to that song nonstop since that day in the the bar Uh, are you giving me the
1: runaround so in your household, Jed, the scene's starting up. You're all you're you're just totally cool with it. You're just like relaxing. You're yeah. watching a watch a nice family film.
2: Exactly. We're just sitting down. They're having a nice chat. Like you know, they're intellectually connecting. Mm-hmm. Adorable. You know, joking around, taking a bath together. It gets a little saucy, but you know, nothing crazy. <laughs>
1: She's playing the violin. Like, I've seen that before. Sounds good. This sounds good.
2: We're going good.
1: That's what is funny about this, right? Because you're right. Like, the bath happens and you're like, "Uh uh-oh. But then literally the next thing is the two of them are making a tuna fish sandwich together. (laughs) And you're like, all right. Maybe it's diffused. Violin concert. Mm -hmm. Okay.
2: Sure. Uh, I'd be hanging up. I'd be like, uh, yeah. um... (laughs) This
1: crazy, (laughs) crazy would you like me to play the violin for (laughs) you? (laughs) Oh, Sure. Mm Uh, and if, if, if you're not Hanging up at the violin concert You were hanging up when this dude is like I don't know can I just read to you For a little while Like uh,
3: Re- no. read, <laughs> read to you
1: Roland Barthes
3: <laughs> like, like what the fuck man Like, for, like uh, One thing if you're like it's a like romantic Novel or something or like even like poetry, I could understand. A book about fucking photographs by Roland Barthes. No. Are you fucking insane? Well, you
1: think about like when Harry Met Sally, when they're just watching TV together and it's so lived in and so nice. They're on the phone. You know, they're watching the same thing. That's yeah. something human beings could do. Yes. Yeah, but he's, yes. he's reading this
4: book about photography because he wants to see what's going to develop.
1: Oh, I see.
2: Uh, Well, I just always love what movies and television think that like is gonna make the audience think that these people are smart. Like I'm fascinated by this. Obviously, that's like all Frasier. Um uh and obvious and then like these are things that I watched as a child, which gave me this weird idea about like what smart people do. That smart people would <laughs> sit on the phone and read each other, uh like dry kind of academic texts, I guess. Yeah. Question mark.
3: <laughs> Philosophy about photography? Yeah, Get sure. The fuck
1: out of here, man. <laughs> I mean, I just don't I never, you know, thought that reading, you know, an academic photography book after this, like dry as nails violin concert <laughs> could make people so horny that yeah. they could not yep. reverse the course <laughs> and it just ultimately devolves into phone sex yeah because see the
4: violin turned her on and the mm. photography stuff turned him on
1: i see and now they're ah. both ready to go and i mean like i guess that's the thing is like again this is a guy that you don't know you barely met and like he's just calling you at all hours reading to you and begging for phone
5: sex <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a hard thing to convert dude i'm sorry like how do I, because you don't see them discussing it it's just sort of like he's already like I've taken me pants off or, or whatever and like uh also like he's here's the thing and i mean like let's let's get gross here Right into his blanket, like right into it, like dude. What are we doing? The what are you hiding from? He
4: he shot right in, right into the blanket. eh?
1: It seems that's what he's doing. Yep.
3: Yeah. Yeah. It's a smear job for sure.
1: (laughs) You're again, like that's that's like a hundred dollar fucking laundry bill, dude. That's. They say yeah. when you send it send it off to you like, oh, is there a comforter in here? And also did you come on? <laughs>
4: comforter.
1: Oh, yes. come on. Well, oh. You know. Comforter. I did too. <laughs> you. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Look at it this way. I mean, you have the expendable income for the dry cleaning on this fucking sure. comforter if only because you weren't wasting all that money on a pesky date.
4: <laughs> yes, I mean, that's did, true.
1: Do you have yeah. like a handy like undershirt, even just anything <laughs> other than where you're sleeping in five minutes? But the thing, and look, you don't see him being like, "Let's do something naughty." Dude. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah, that, yeah. The, the 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 planning doesn't happen. No, it we, just we do of, like
2: it's just it, it, it's so. I guess I think that's better if it seems to unfold naturally. But that's like. I'm just curious if that's ever happened in the history of uh, human communication. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, if it I happened... I for the first time ever. But even then, I still think someone was like, I've got an idea.
1: <laughs> All right, you so have you... to lay out the ground rules. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. I, but I the don't... line that he has is like, because she says something like, Oh, what was that noise? And he was like, Oh, I just took my shirt off. <laughs> oh, oh,
4: don't 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 mind that. That's just my crunchy, crusty bed. <laughs> I wish you were here in it.
3: <laughs> oh, oh, it's flaking off again.
1: <laughs>
4: it's
3: like
1: dandruff
4: the- in the wind.
1: She she's God, that's gross. Uh, <laughs> she says it was so gross, it blew all the thoughts clear out of my brain. <laughs> it's what, so so he says, I just took my shirt off. She says something like oh and then he goes so is this really happening are we doing <laughs> this and like she has to be like are you jerking off right <laughs> now <laughs> i mean first of all he's been jerking off the entire time yes yeah yeah sure uh but she joins in just, right yeah. she joins in and <clears throat> that's what's shocking it just keeps yes. going yeah it does it they're like, on
4: the phone until four in the morning when he decides I'm gonna come over and we're gonna have breakfast, whether you want it
1: or not. <laughs> yeah, which is true. But I'm just talking about the the sex, the phone sex part of it is so <sighs> it long. Takes, yeah, because I mean, like that's the thing, there's a point when everyone in the audience got it, and you could just pan up, and it's fine. But it does. You see, like this blanket move.
2: Mm,
1: you oh really yeah. Do. yeah, I do. There's a I lot of say, like breathing. Yes, it's a lot of lot of breathing. you Really yes. get
2: the point? I don't know. What else very did you breathy. Think was happening like we get get it
1: there's her, there's a lot of her like rolling around giggling like Lots yeah of that Ugh. first of all the giggling is a different animal altogether are you into the giggling or not into the giggling <laughs> listen if I'm having phone sex and on the other end I hear giggling I'm like are you even into this <laughs> Because yes, I'm over here jerking <laughs> off. I mean,
3: I'll tell you what. Uh, young Chris Cabin was really into this. Oh uh, yeah, you don't say. This uh-huh. was just uh, a little wonderful. tracking scene. Yeah. The, the, oh, beautiful. Just wonderful stuff. I was I, like, hey, is, is there a director's cut? Is, this a full,
1: is there a thirty-minute version of this? Now, Jen, I'm curious though, on this family watch of this movie, was there any fast forwarding involved?
2: No, my parents didn't do the fast forward. They just did the stony silence. <laughs> oh, I think it was like a punishment worse than the fast forward. Like, as it was always, <laughs> and this is obviously pure projection on my part, but I always felt it was very accusatory. And so, <laughs> yes. this is all my fault. I chose this movie. I made
1: this happen. It's incredible that you're saying that because that is the vibe that I would get from my father, where if we were watching something similar, there was a vocal response in my house, which was, what is this shit? (laughs) And it it felt like it was always pointed directly at me like, you fucking pervert. What movie did you pick? I didn't know I raised a little pervert. Uh,
3: He's doing this. He's doing this while we were watching Top Gun.
2: (laughs) It was very much like I'm not going to be doing the favor of fast forwarding. You're going to sit there and watch this. Oh, yeah. and that's 100 how I felt. That is not actually what's happening. I think what was also happening is that my parents were dying inside. <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, and everyone I'm, was just too paralyzed to touch the remote. I
4: mean, that all sounds terrible, but my, my parents were very fancy and free. So they're like, they're like, oh yeah, come on in. We're watching Hellraiser three. That naked lady's being flayed alive. And <laughs> I would can, can can we do the fast forward? Can we do something else?
3: Yeah, I I also am in this. You you have the cruising story. I have the happiness story. Eric, where, mm-hmm. where we're just like, oh, yeah, geez. whatever, just do it. Tiger beat.
1: I, I think if I watched happiness with my parents, my father would have banned television in the household <laughs> for life. Yeah. I, I, I mean, just him the idea of
3: him like freaking out and just like a sex scene. Like I imagine him watching Top Gun and be like, Andrew, that is not what
1: you do with ice, <laughs> all right? Ice is for beverages. Do you well, hear this? I feel like somebody's somebody's dad must have been like, turn this shit off at the volleyball scene. Like, you know, <laughs> oh, sure. M- no, wait a minute. God damn it. Is that kind of movie? I also, I will ever tell these stories. I don't know if I've ever told this before, when my mom turned off chasing Amy. Oh, <laughs> shit. No, I, yeah, think, I think
4: I remember you telling me this. <sighs> Maybe it was not on the show, though. Yes,
1: uh, basically. We're all watching, you know, I, I liked Kevin Smith, obviously, and, like, kind of made my family suffer through it, but I, everybody, you know, liked at least those first couple of movies, and they were all, like, you know, racy-ish, but not too bad, but we're watching it's Family Movie Night for some reason. I chose Chasing Amy because I wanted to see it, and it's the part... Well, when, and you're the little pervert. And I'm also the little pervert, and uh, it's the part <laughs> when uh, Joey Lauren Adams... Uh, They're in the playground and they're taught. I mean, like, you know, a lot of stuff's happened already. And my mother's been a fair sport about it, I suppose. (laughs) But it's the the part when, you know, I think I believe the line is uh, because they talk about how could lesbians satisfy each other. And it's like, well, how big could a tongue get? And she shows her his tongue. My mom's already uncomfortable. (laughs) And then uh, she pretty much mimics fisting really quickly. And that was it. That was the end of the ball game.
4: So turned off.
1: Turned off. Was just, uh, oh, it's just, oh, this is that, that's too much. Oh, that's okay. Oh, we're, we're, that, that's it. That's it. And it was that, and that was it. And I finished it the next day. Oh, I was gonna say she didn't throw the tape down the incinerator. Oh, <laughs> well, was blockbuster, dude. You, that, that'll cost oh, you pretty yeah, penny. That no would the points. family, dude. <laughs> <Really>?
3: <laughs> no more of this
1: filth, flarn, filth, Stephen. I won't have it. Uh, but yeah, so Eric, as, as you pointed out, immediately after the sex scene, like this dude's still cum drunk, and he's like, oh, "I'm gonna come over." And, oh. And look at that. It's almost morning. I've been tallywhacking my tallywacker <laughs> since, since the late into the night, into the morning, and now we must have breakfast. I'll be over in a minute.
4: Sleep it off. Let that thing heal before you go to her house.
1: <laughs> All right. Let, let me just get out of bed and take my blanket off. <laughs> let me uh,
4: apply some Band-Aids to this, this dang dumb wanker. <laughs> It sounds like you have a dumb
1: wanker. <laughs> well, I don't know what do British yeah.
4: people say. Oh, yeah.
1: oh my goodness, my danged up wanker! Oh, 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 oh! oh the peroxide stings. Oh, the peroxide stings. Oh, oh, no.
4: oh. <sighs> Oh, oh it's
1: just disgusting.
2: I'm so glad I was on this episode.
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Happy Valentine's Day, everybody! Uh,
1: absolutely. And
4: this is so deranged. Him just going over there with a box of cereal I, and I and, and a carton of milk, and I don't even know what's what's more deranged, that or then her trying to do a Mrs.
1: Doubtfire. <laughs> yes, yes, I know. I screamed in the house. I was like, she's pulling out a doubt fire. Wait, is this after? So this is 96. I'm pulling up Mrs. Doubtfire right now. Doubtfire's 93. I oh, think. why, 93. You're totally right. Yeah. yeah, so this she's definitely just doing a Mrs. Doubtfire. Fascinating. Help is on the way, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> At least with Robin Williams, man, it was like a delicious... Oh, like dude, meringue yes. pie of some mm-hmm. kind. This is just, we're slopping mayonnaise. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Gross. Or I guess just... now
2: it's the West Coast. So What's it called over there? It's oh. not Hellman's.
1: Oh, God, you're right. I forget. Oh, what. Hellman's is called name. something else yeah. on the West really? Coast. Really? Yes, yeah, it is.
2: Best taste? Something like Me that. Me and
1: my brother got into this because I didn't yeah, know this. Fascinating and, uh... piece of
2: trivia. <laughs> <laughs>
1: On the, Hel- uh, I'm looking it up right now. Hellman's please, on the West Coast. Yes. on the West Coast is uh is known as Best Foods. <laughs> of and- course. Was there some big like West Coast guy named Hellman that was like a big famous anti-Semite <laughs> or something? I don't know. I'm going sh- to put this in the chat because you all need to look at it. The logo is the same, but it just says best foods on the inside. You know, it's fucking fucked it's up. That is weird.
4: I bet because like there's some product testing, like oh, you know, dipping your french fries in Hellman's, that doesn't sound as good as best foods or whatever, because they do
1: ranch or whatever else out yes, there. Yes, we love our ranches. Oh my god, it's the same exact logo. <laughs> okay. yeah. it's, it's freaky, is It's very strange. It? And both of them, best foods and Hellman's, apparently claim to bring out the best. <laughs> well, that, I guess that makes sense. It makes sense both because. I Bring out the best because you bring out the best foods. I right, and then mm-hmm. on on the East
4: Coast it's Steen bears and on the West Coast is Bernstein. Yeah. Oh,
1: that's what happened yeah, there. That's yeah. what caused that rift. I get. Yeah, it. So yeah, on the East Coast, Sinbad was in that movie. Yeah. And on the West Coast,
4: it was yeah. Shaquille O'Neal. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Dude, when, dude him. I think the dress was gold on
4: that. <laughs> yes, yeah. you're right. You're, right, you're, right, you're right. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Nelson Mandela's got killed in prison. Yeah. Yes,
1: <laughs> uh But so also even creepier so he just shows up hey when did she give him her address um two she's like you know she she does this whole thing where like she's got this this horrible mayonnaise first of all someone's got a food fetish at this web on this movie and we'll talk about that in, in, in one of yep. the oh yeah mm-hmm. upcoming scenes this mayonnaise yep. is definitely part of it um mm-hmm. she got tomatoes all over her face she's like oh i've got this face mask on you can't come in he's like well, I'm not leaving until you give me an article of your clothing, <laughs> something you've been wearing all day. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. See,
3: this is if, if you weren't totally into this psychotic behavior, you would have to shut it down right here. Yes. yes but, where but, you're asking for fucking elements exactly, of clothing. And it's
2: so odd because like, I mean, obviously this guy is, has his own mental issues, uh, <laughs> as evident from this oh, film. Yeah. But like so she doesn't want to meet up with him earlier in the night and so like obviously this part of this whole phone call from his perspective is like winning her over by talking to her and like so on and so forth and now she's like more into him and might want to meet up with him eventually but like not now like she already didn't want to hang out with you at the beginning of the night you're supposed to be like easing her into this like why why would you want to hang out with someone you just had phone sex with it's very strange (laughs) you don't want to see
1: that's the whole point of phone sex it it happened and you're like be cool about it dude like just be like all right, cool maybe I'll call you tomorrow. bye. Was yeah.
4: anyone else expecting something to happen with this shoe? She tosses him a shoe, and I thought, like, oh, that's not like Uma Thurman's shoe size is gonna be different. That's, We're gonna do like a Cinderella I mean, it
1: thing. Is. Oh, <laughs> oh I man, it's huge. I mean, yeah, that's a good call, though, dude. Mm-hmm. I didn't think of that, but in, this movie is certainly not above it. Yes. I mean, they, <laughs> they
3: use it for a really stupid, like, when the fucking dog brings it over to remind oh, right. him yes. at, at near the end. Is oh, what. Right. they do bring it back, but like, this is like, dude, it's. First of all, she just came. She probably <laughs> wants to go to sleep. Yes, of course. I would assume. But like, also, it's three thirty mm-hmm. in the morning. Yeah, I don't want to do any edi- eat at three
1: thirty in the morning. Are you? Nuts? She's got
4: to give dog metal could advice by like three p.m.
1: <laughs> That's it. What is this? And look, like, it, it's, no, it's it's like, obviously the thing of like, can I come in and maybe sleep over? It's like yep. we will graduate to the real thing. Like not tonight. No, even, no. even first of all, I'm, I've been lying to you this whole time. I'm, <laughs> I'm Janine yes. Garofalo, by the way. Uh, but second of all, I, not tonight. Like we had our moment. It's it's been cool. Be cool about it. Oh
3: oh, honey, I must look like a yeti in this thing. Now go away.
1: <laughs> if there was any possibility. Of this dude getting around too By coming over with breakfast Sure The You know Maybe something more Than a box of cereal And fucking milk That really screams like I picked this up at the gas station mm-hmm. On the way over here Because it was the only thing open Because it's three o'clock in the morning It's, it's mm-hmm. Banana Nut Crunch by the way And he, he does bring bananas Ladies and gentlemen Yeah This guy's a
4: loser, loser, man. (laughs) And a loose cannon.
1: (laughs) I don't know. So the next thing is she goes up. Janine like goes up to Uma Thurman. Uma Thurman reads a Cosmo article because that's one of the things she does because she's a big old moron. She's so stupid. And it's like, (laughs) is your boyfriend a loser? Or I would say, is your boyfriend verbally abusive (laughs) is the checklist I would use Mm. for this dude. But it's like, is your boyfriend a loser? She's in tears because her she realizes her boyfriend is a loser. And this like, is
3: when you want to get maybe the social services. <laughs> exactly. Like, when she starts crying because she thinks her, her boyfriend's a loser, i have just disconnected. I was yep. like, I, I can't do this anymore. This, this is ridiculous. What? Why?
1: Why is she and a you, baby? And, you know, like, there's just this other scene. Um, it's, like, right before she takes the quiz where so like I, I don't know if we mentioned this but she uh, is planning to audition to be a news anchor and uh so she's rehearsing like this fake newscast thing in the mirror and he's doing like a, i told you i'm trying to sleep <laughs> yes. like, throwing shit at her and you're just like all right, man, like it is a true bummer that you needed a Cosmo quiz to fucking shine some light <laughs> on this here. Her
4: news audition is great, though. Her like being happy and giddy about like yes. 70, oh, 71, 71 people drowned.
1: Oh, <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> Uh But she says to, yeah, she calls up Garofalo or whatever. And like Janine Garofalo gives us a precise time on this. And she's like, oh, we had a great time last night. He called me. We talked for seven hours and yikes and she doesn't I mean I guess she doesn't talk about the phone sex here but wouldn't you be like and it's weird Like, he just started touching it and I was like (laughs) I guess this is happening I didn't want to (laughs) hang up and it felt weird to not so I kind of did too but I didn't get anywhere because I was really uncomfortable the whole time
0: but But he certainly did
1: (laughs) make no mistake about it Noel he definitely started jerking off before I was (laughs) even into it Before we even talked about it, it was already happening. And I was like, oh, I guess. Okay. Um, so Uma goes over to Brian's apartment here because uh, they're like, all right, we're going to we're going to stop this charade once and for all. I'm going to go to his apartment and hang out and you have to go do your radio show. Uh, so we'll you know, this will this will blow the whole thing up. He's going to realize you're on the air and I'm you know, sitting there talking to him. So she goes over to the apartment and he's like, Oh, yes. Oh, would you like something to eat? Oh, let me see what's in the fridge. This refrigerator is Ugh. disgusting. Ugh. It's, you know, they're trying to do like single guy, whatever. Sure. But like, this dude is getting food poisoning from anything oh, that's being eaten I, in I here. Think I
4: blinked and missed it. What's in there?
1: It's just like gross, like uncovered Bet, food. Is it
4: best, uh, f- best foods, Mayo?
1: <laughs>
2: he's got a Butterfinger bar in there. He's got a back food yes. bunch <laughs> of crunch. Eat yes. okay. the refrigerator. That's- a bunch of just loose candy.
1: <laughs> Did you knock no, over there's... a movie theater last night? <laughs> the cereal will go bad if you leave it out. Don't you
4: understand? Oh God!
1: Are you British people? Like... Here, here's the thing. I don't, know, I don't know what you freaks do over the pond. Are you British people refrigerating candy bars? Mm. Is that what you fucking freaks are doing?
2: That me. <laughs> That's fucked up. It's fucked up if true true. Cadbury flakes in the refrigerator (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, Let's snap into some coldies Mm -hmm. Get me a coldie from the fridge May
3: I interest you in a cold peep
1: (laughs) Oh man, refrigerated peeps I don't know about
3: that It's chilled to perfection (laughs)
1: <laughs> it's the bunny ones, don't worry. <laughs> Every boxing day, my father gets a what we call it out the freezer and we break our teeth on it. <laughs> We're celebrating our one-year wedding anniversary. We're taking all the three musketeers out the freezer that we had from the wedding reception. They're still good. Would you like
3: some frozen sour patch kids to suck on? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh,
4: uh, you know those big furry hats that those guards have at Buckingham Palace. Mm-hmm. Sure. That's what I imagine what a British condom is like. <laughs> <laughs> Pardon me. Yeah, this nice furry condom. You know. Sure.
1: Yeah. What gave you that thought? We're talking about candy. Oh, over I'm thinking here. about my own thing over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's got his own show happening. <laughs> <laughs> so this is Steve. You alluded to it a second ago, but this is like. Someone here, either the original screenwriter or someone who did a punch-up is really into food play. Mm-hmm. It's Because like first yeah. she's like, oh, I've got tuna fish, which you love. And she's like, oh, I gave it up this morning because she doesn't eat. And it's like, okay. He's like, well, I've got this plate of sweets. And it's like a big thing of cake and there's some cheese on it. Oh,
2: and he said it was left over from a photo shoot. Oh. So it's under photography <laughs> yep. lights. Then he yep. puts it uncovered in the fridge for undisclosed number of days. <laughs> Months. <laughs>
3: well, he was. To be fair, he wasn't expecting to keep the cake. He was bringing it only in for the photo shoot, and then he was going to try to return it. Hurry up and take this photo! I got to this cake back to the baker. Now, was the cake always
4: green? No. Yes. Yes, it was green. Of course. <laughs> sure.
3: Oh, okay, I have to. Oh, I have to talk to you. The, the cake is on rollerblades I don't know how to how do you, I don't know how to deal
1: with this But so she's like oh no I mustn't I mustn't eat food and you know model jokes Model jokes and he's like, No you have to try it And he's like it's this big creamy cake That he starts f- Like one bite would be mm-hmm. one thing But he feeds
4: her the Dude, whole thing wow. and did he do anything to it prior
1: Right. Exactly. <laughs> this is like whenever
4: I think of a potluck At an office People are fucking <laughs> They're fucking pissing in whatever else and stuff.
3: (laughs) It's happening. (laughs) This obsession a, of yours.
1: Yeah, like, Jen, are, they bringing, are they bringing a booyah base there? Like, I, you I, I, you wouldn't just, believe the horror shows they used to <laughs> unveil at my old I, office. I need to bring a fifth person here. Jen, you've worked in a lot of offices. Uh-huh. Were you ever uncomfortable at potlucks because you were afraid of what people were doing in there? <laughs>
2: um, No. <laughs> okay, good question. Well,
1: okay, you're naive. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let me tell you something. I wasn't, but I am now because he's been fucking ragging on this shit for like four plus years. <laughs> I'm
4: was just point. saying... I, You know, I can't be the only person that thinks this, and that means someone
3: else is doing Eric, bad things. Eric, Eric, no. why won't you eat the mac and cheese? Well, there's coming there. You know there's coming there. There fucking probably is.
1: <laughs> why is someone coming in mac and to cheese? To back
3: at you. <laughs> For
4: what? For office politics, Chris. Got you it, wouldn't understand it.
2: it. I, I understand <laughs> I don't know. I mean, now I'm getting convinced. Yeah.
4: Yeah. See, a, he uh, poisons right. your mind is the yeah. problem, Jen. Luckily,
2: I work from home now. So. <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. Thankfully, COVID took
1: out the potluck.
2: Yeah,
5: <laughs>
1: yeah we'll be another potluck for quite some time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but th- this is also where he gives her the book, and she like mildly freaks out, like no one's ever gave me words before. It's uh, her- oh,
2: an you- intense gift. Like if someone, you haven't even really had a real date, You've not had real sex before, and he gives you Simone de Beauvoir's letters to Jean-Paul Sartre. I do yeah. not think so. No, <laughs>
3: that's that's Francis McDormand and Joel Cohen. That's yes, like yeah, yes, that's exactly. the yep. only couple that gets to do that literally ever.
1: And and no matter who's given what copy to who, either of them is excited as fuck to receive. Yeah. It. And yep. you know why? Because they've been married for thirty years. Yeah,
2: it's just not that's... like
1: is that some woman you're vaguely stalking.
2: Yeah, definitely like. The definition of coming on too strong.
4: (laughs) I think I remembered my first moment when I thought of this is when I had some cake that was so salty. (laughs) It was ridiculous. Uh What's the matter? You don't
1: like my grandmother's famous salt cake? That's
4: the thing, dude. And they were like, what? What's the matter? You don't like it? And they're smiling at you with a little creep
1: smile. (laughs) That's the yeah, SC folks. It's a, a really important lesson here. It's very crucial. You are not the most hated person at your Oh house.
3: I, was, I was
4: absolutely the most hated. No, you
3: don't understand. <laughs> it's a savory birthday cake. <laughs> That's
1: what it is. Yeah, it was fucking weird. Anyway, but sorry. so she, she's supposed to her part of the bargain because Janine Garofalo is a huge fucking coward is to because <laughs> is to turn the radio on when Janine Garofalo goes on um and, and but she's like oh no i she's so overwhelmed by this sexual food situation <laughs> and the and the book she's like i can't oh i'm late for my shift and he's like i can get you there very quickly in my jurassic park car dude this <laughs> jurassic park car is insane and like also <clears throat> i was supremely bummed that For a 96-minute movie, I paused at this point and was like, surely this is over. (laughs) 45 minutes. Yeah. yeah. Stunning stuff. Uh, But yeah, so they they go from like briefly making out to racing to the radio station. Uh, And it's like, man, this is dumb. Like the show goes on the air and he sees her right there, like still in the lobby and doesn't, he's like, now wait a minute and starts like chasing her he goes in an elevator and then she's like running up these stairs and like they somehow get there at the same time. Kind of unbelievable. Which again, he's coming on way too strong because the thing is I'll drop you off. Cool. You've done that. I'll talk to you later, dude. No, he follows her up and he's like, he goes into the production booth, uh, into the booth. He's like, can I watch your show? And she's like, no. (laughs) Yep. I need to concentrate. She says. And like, yeah, Exactly. I'm working here. No, you can't just gawk at me. Do you have a job? Yes. Don't you have to take pictures of some kid roller skating <laughs> with his mom or something? All roller skate photography. Nothing but. <laughs> nothing. There was a briefly cathartic moment here where, like, he's running to the booth and she opens the stairwell door and slams it right in his dumb oh, yes, face. Was yeah, was nice. I was like, all right, brief respite. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> but so yeah i need to concentrate whatever so now they're like this who does he like better routine because she's like i don't know now i kind of like him because he gave me a book and no one's ever believed i could read before i guess (laughs) and yeah it's a real like no one's treated me like an adult before yeah and it's like well i have an idea why don't we go to his apartment uh, and get hammered And like I guess uh, What is the plan here Jen To see who he likes more Like who yeah, we're just,
2: we're, I mean no Because if Thurman What she says is We'll get hammered And see what happens <laughs> Okay <laughs> Yep that's, So uh,
4: That's the recipe For a mm, night
5: Yeah, yeah for,
1: I mean, This yeah. whole thing Is like the button To a joke Because she's like Uma's like giving some ideas about what well, they could uh, do yeah, at yeah. this point, and it's like, well, we could do this. No, well, all right, how about this? No, all right, well, what's the third idea? We just go to his house, get shit faced, and see what happens. Oh, the question and- Uma wants to ask him: Who, if he had, if you stranded by, on a desert island, would he rather stay uh, with Times Playmate? Uh, uh, you know, the Playmate
2: Time's of the, the Year. <laughs> Thank you, Jen. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks.
1: I was trying to well, fix that. So Hitler that again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, look at me showing you my gums. Oh, oh boy,
4: lift up that leader hose and
1: no times yeah. person of the times woman of the year or uh, the playmate bunny of the year. So great, that's the question. Right? Yep. Yeah. Right. And they're like, "Oh, and that's the- stupid." No, let's just go there and get hammered. So they do. <laughs> yeah, and then this is where you're like, "All right, you know, now something's really going to go oh, on oh, in this movie. We're doing." Piles of tequila shots here. So much. Oh, we're doing tequila. There's also he. Someone brings a bottle of Serono because it's the midnight news. <laughs> sure. They're smoking inside.
4: And was there was there an ape mask or something at play mm-hmm. here? Someone's a got a monkey mask.
1: mask on. Oh, okay. yes. oh it's a cloud yeah. mask. Yeah, yes. 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 that's right. Mask. Oi, did you hear this new band they just started? They're called Slipknot. They're meant to be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Got
4: to listen to the notes they're not playing.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say the notes they're not grunting. (laughs) But I mean, like, yes, I mean, clearly if you're Brian, you're just like, oh, well, well, I guess this is happening. They're all here together. This is what we're trying to do. Like, uh, you know, uh, they came here, both of the, it's, first of all, it's a weird thing. Uma walks in, she's got a bottle of booze and he's like, all right. And it's a really embarrassing, like, he goes to close the door and then <laughs> oh, Jimmy yeah. Gravel's yeah. got to fucking put her foot in the door and be like, uh, actually hello. <laughs> and like, she's also got booze and it's like, shots, shots, shots. He's got to be like, all right. they They're both here. It's late at night. Yep, They're just pounding booze in <laughs> front of me. Like, as, I, as am I, like, Let's get it going.
2: And they're just sitting around, like they're not watching television. They're yes. just listening to music, and drinking, and smoking in his house, which is really like <laughs> I would just. I feel like he must be like, okay, should I put on a movie or should we,
3: should we play a board game
2: or is like, no, no, we're just gonna sit and drink, okay?
3: I would be sure she wasn't
1: into it because she brought Donna.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Like I yes. would feel like her keep us showing up. I'd be like, oh, she's not into me. Yeah, she she, she, or she doesn't
1: feel safe around me at the very least. Yeah, yeah. At the very least, she should not.
3: No, of course not. But like at this point, I'm just like, uh, uh, what? I would I would be at least asking like, what is your relationship with Donna? Do you just like, do you like help on the cheese farm, or (laughs) what's going on here? Are you
1: like best friends from back when? I would love that if they're totally smashed. And he's like, so what's your cheese production like? She, the fuck are you talking about? Oh right, yeah, sorry, The I'm cheese, right. yeah, big time. It, you know, it would be awesome though if he's like, well, my father used to run a cheese factory in <laughs> back in the UK, and uh, I actually know a lot about cheese production. So now I'm going to ask you, like, if she was like caught in the lie. Yeah, my
4: father was a bit of a monger, cheese and hate. <laughs>
1: All right, ladies, uh, sit down. Uh, anybody want a cold one? Oh yeah, I me, mean, yeah. All right, here's a Nestle's Crunch for you, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, a hundred oh, grand for you. Here you are, Abby. I didn't forget. It's a bowl of ice cold Reese's Pieces. <laughs> they're fro they're
3: frozen together, you see. So you just lick the outside. They they oh.
4: fall in the back of the fridge, you know. So
1: I gathered them up and put them in a little bowl for you. Might be a few Skittles in there. Be cautious. <laughs> oh, yes. This is rare. This is a chilled Heath bar, you see. <laughs> Very rare. Uh, you got to be careful with some of them candies, man. You can't get them too cold. Then you can't bite through them like a fucking cold Heath bar. Be careful. Crack it too. Chip your teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wind <laughs> up. Uh, she just gets in his photography chair and he starts doing the old. Oh, you're. Surprise! I thought you were a bridge troll, but you're actually quite <laughs> beautiful. And she's like, she like gets sexy on him. Sort
2: of. The, her sexy expressions this is not an insult to Miss Janet Garofalo, for whom I have the utmost respect. But her sexy looks are uh, not really. No, uh, she looks more like she's about to throw up for all the tequila. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> she doesn't <laughs> nauseous, not sexy. Mm-hmm. Well, it actually kind of works because, like, it, it, the movie does nothing to like help this along, but like. Garofalo IRL is probably really uncomfortable having to do this shit. <laughs> yes. So they sort of had to, they should have worked it. So like, you know, he's saying like, oh, don't be so nervous or something like that. Because she looks absolutely miserable. <laughs> <laughs> confused. Like mm. actually confused about what she's doing there. really. Yeah. Is the look. And then Uma gets in on it and she's like, all right, now it's my turn. Take my picture. And Garofalo... Bails and you know she kind of Taps out at this point like look you can have Him yes you know if you're If you're uh, Brian you have to be like oh is she Getting cold feet Mm -hmm. come To bed Donna (laughs) Donna it's going to be All right (laughs) I've done this Three other times (laughs) Uh, There is kind of a funny, like, she's leaving and, like, putting her coat on. And he's like, oh, you're leaving. Secret rendezvous. And, like, Janine Garofalo's, like, the tone of the response is great. She's just like, you know it.
4: (laughs) (laughs) But I was about to get out my big furry hat, Condom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And, she, you know, Garofalo's like, all right, you know just go for it Uma Thurman like I'm done you can stay here and I, I did appreciate this shot it's kind of cool like you see is like looking at the apartment building and you can see like their silhouettes and it's like they stop on the stairs and it's kind of a good moment of like oh actually is she going to turn him down yes. and then uh oh no you know they both walk up the stairs and uh, this is when yeah. like the movie gets montage heavy where oh, Uma Thurman goes away for some modeling job and she keeps leaving June Garofalo messages because she feels so bad. Right. And it's just, you know, okay. It's that part of the movie, the, you know. Because <laughs> the, the problem part. is th- this movie winds up having, like, two, like, second act climaxes, yes. which is what makes it feel so off, because this whole, uh, like, her getting sort of, like, frustrated right here and that whole thing and, like, calling, like, that seems like it's a place where the movie could end. Yes. And, you know, that's why I was sort of, like, you know, uh, well, 45 minutes left yeah. of the movie. But then, like, obviously the other actual confrontation has to be, like, he finds out and gets mad. And let's like, there's not enough movie here. So now we're just doing these montages to kind of stretch it out a little bit.
3: Yes, and, and and the and the him feeling bad stuff really feels like an afterthought. I'm like, get get over it. Like, come on, <laughs> let, let's yeah. move it along here. We all know, but like, it is really just all these schemes. It's like rather than just tell the truth, like, hey, how about this scheme that didn't work? Shit, okay, <laughs> how about a new scheme? This time we're gonna have him write down what he likes about me, <laughs> and like see if it's more you or like what the fuck? <laughs> just say something, one of you. I beg of you. I was screaming at this point.
1: Well, and Uma's saying like on, on these messages, like, look, by the way, and she, I feel like you got to lead with this, Uma. It's kind of like the ninth message we see her do where she's like, oh, I know I've been leaving you messages for days. But right here, I figured it it'd probably be important to tell you I didn't sleep with him. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, She wanted to tell her in person. You see, that's the thing. It's like, that's... Oh, stupid. And she comes back and it's like, hey, look, I'm going to solve this stuff. And she kind of does this thing. She tells Brian to go to Judy Garofalo's place at five and she'll tell him everything. And the idea is Judy Garofalo will be there and he'll have she'll have to basically, you know, admit it. Right. But then we're doing more Mrs. Doubtfire bullshit here. Uh. This is well. This is after they've had that beach walk. Oh, the long mm-hmm. beach walk. And this is this is where I I, I had it. I had it. They not. run
4: into each other at that department store makeup counter, right?
1: That's yes. Right. She's she's returning the makeup, and there is kind of a funny bit where he's like Donna, and like her <laughs> backs to him, and she's not responding, which is kind of great. But yeah, they have this long walk on the beach, and I'm like, motherfucker. You've been talking to this woman all afternoon. How have you not reached the conclusion that this was the woman from the phone sex?
4: I masturbated with this person.
1: (laughs) And there is some bullshit line that Janine Garofalo has to like sort of, I guess, justify her insecurity, which you don't necessarily need to do, but you sort of need to set up earlier. Like if they set up like her ex-boyfriend said, you know what, you're you're ugly and I'm leaving you, then that would be an insecurity. But it's something, something. Oh, I went to college and I gained forty pounds, so now oh, I'm very right. insecure. Even though I did, guess you notice I lost the the, uh, the bit it. of uh, inflation there with that, Steve? No, she it's, says, and this, you know this is '96, so figure, you know, whatever. She's in college in like '89, '90, yeah. maybe. Uh, she's like, oh, I gained. Have you ever heard of the freshman ten? Oh, right. And in my head, I was like. Well, we called it the freshman fifteen.
5: 15
2: yeah, I was very curious about that too. I was wondering if it was if it was that there was some kind of like inflation going on. So that by the time we all were in college it was a fifteen. Or if it was that like whoever was like you know at the end uh making the final changes on the screen part was like we cannot be implying that women should go around gaining 15 pounds like that is just- <laughs>
4: <laughs> i think we had to add five extra because we went to college in the early aughts where like mountain dew was in like mm. bread and shit
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh no i got a, i got an inflation problem all these teenagers are getting fat <laughs> oh god i heard it's up to Next semester, it's going to be the freshman 25.
2: <laughs> There's all that fruitopia.
1: <laughs> oh, definitely. So much fruitopia. Mm-hmm. Maybe, well, maybe, how about this? Maybe it's like an East Coast, West Coast Hellman's thing. Oh. Like, <laughs> out there, it's only 10 oh, damn, America's
4: <laughs> sinking into the ground because we're too fat. <laughs>
3: I had myself a sandwich yesterday on a on a big loaf of uh, Mountain Frost Mountain Dew. <laughs> oh, uh, I was making a
1: tuna fish sandwich, put mayonnaise all over my face. <laughs> Supposed to be good for you. Oh, my God. I'm in the kitchen. Next thing I know, I forgot how to make a sandwich. Tried to eat my own chin.
4: If he has, like, a moment, a senior moment or something, someone, like a staffer, should come out with, like, mayonnaise on their face and just be like, yeah,
1: I'm Joe Biden. Jen Saki comes out. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> oh my, oh my God, ladies and gentlemen, Miss Dow Fire here. Oh, she's gonna do the news for us, Miss Dow Because I
4: guarantee they did that with Reagan, but the TV looked so bad in the eighties, and so people were like, "Yeah, I guess
1: that's Reagan." Yeah, it's tough now with the, with the HDs.
2: It was just the puppet from that Peter Gabriel video. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That was one of the state of the yes. unions. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, there's a whole thing here where, like, she's cold. He puts her his coat on her. Sure. Also, dude, I gotta tell you what. Uh, you're fucking claiming you are not interested mm-hmm. in this woman, dude. You're blowing on her hands to warm her up. Let me tell you something, pal. Mm, yeah. Inappropriate unless you're into this chick. If it, I could be really
3: pretentious for one minute here, one Please. minute, all oh, just You've one. it have been going
1: minute? on
4: for eleven uh, years now.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, super. This is more than usual. Oh, uh, real
4: serious
1: stuff. Okay. Uh, I,
3: I hate that I, I I thought about this, but like the French thing really hit me this moment because this a shot of her looking at the sunset with Ben Chaplin is literally yep. the end of the Green Ray. It's
1: like literally <laughs> oh. the same shot. Yes, you're totally right. And I actually thought about this. I was like, this is kind of way too like artistic for this movie. Like, let's move on. Like the cinematography doesn't need to be it's, this good right here. Yeah, it's a soulful moment. I'm like, what are you
3: doing in this pervert pet and fucking <laughs> phone sex movie?
1: <laughs> but the whole thing gets totally blown up because she's like, Oh, I, you know, I gotta go, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, uh, Oh, one more thing, Donna. And she turns around like, yes. And in her head, she has to be like, Fucking finally here it comes, yeah. and he goes, "Tell Abby I miss her face." Yeah, <laughs> it's like, man, face especially yeah. screenplay when this is the thing you've been saying without saying the whole time about Janine Garofalo. Fuck this. Mm. And so yes, Abby, come, uh, Noel comes back, and she's like, "Yeah, um, I want to, you know, do it at Three's Company. Meet me in my apartment." And oh, wh- before you do, write down a list of all the things you love about me. And yep. I, if you're if you're Noel and you're trying to get these two together, I would be like, write down all the things you love about me. Leave off any physical stuff. Just just <laughs> what you think about me, my personality. Yep. Do that. Do that. Yeah, not like what you like about me, but like why you like being with me, yes. or like things you like doing with me, or something like that. And uh, he gets there, and Janine Grofflo is there, and she's like, "Oh, um, Noel's in the bath, and I'm just out here, and we're not in a relationship." <laughs> <laughs> and this is like some deranged shit though, because he's like, Well, I can I just talk to her for a minute, and she's like, Oh, I have to see if she's ready, and like runs in and she's doing like both voices like some real <laughs> yeah. fucking Norman Bates Strange. shit. <laughs> oh, it's so and he's falling for it also with with like Garofalo like talking like herself and then her being like and now this is my apartment boys.
2: I know, and I have, I do have to say, gentlemen, if you're in this man's situation and you go over to this woman's house, her friend is in her apartment wearing her wearing pajamas, and the other <laughs> one is in the bathtub.
5: Mm-hmm. What
2: uh, what do you think is going on? Here? <laughs> what is your like? Uh, what you're just like? Okay, cool. Like normal, uh, regular uh,
3: business meeting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, they'll talk about a on you know entrepreneurial effort. Yeah, that's what <laughs>
4: ladies do during business meetings. Yeah, they have like pillow fights and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Totally.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they just they have this whole thing where she's he reads the lists or you know whatever, and then you know she basically has to start saying that she thinks she's ugly. And like the screenplay doesn't make her use the U word, yes. but like the, the dialogue is just like getting narrower and narrower to the point where like, if she says one more thing, it's going to be, cause I'm fucking <laughs> ugly. It's like Wordle with actually, you know what I mean? Like it's all, <laughs> all the yellow things say a uh, spell ugly, but the movie, they haven't put it together yet. <laughs> And then he finally just does it doesn't matter what she looks like or whatever. And then like in the dumbest and I have to say, like this really sort of gets uh, both Uma and Garofalo off the hook here, their characters in a way. Because it makes neither of them have to tell him the truth. He finds a flyer for her radio (laughs) show on, like, a a little side table and puts it together. And I'm like, boy, that's cheap. One of them has to say something. I'm surprised
4: she would even have her, like, headshot on there if she (laughs) thought she was so disgusting or whatever.
1: Well, that's true. Because also in the radio, when he goes to the radio station... Uh, very importantly, it's like, oh, all the radio personalities. And it's like, and the truth about cats and dogs. And it's just a cat and a dog. Yeah. Um, so yes, yeah, so it is odd that she would have her own photo there. Yeah, uh, because
2: this, this movie has to walk a fine line that it does not, um, which is that like, the movie can't talk directly about with like can't call Ginny Graffo ugly or even have her discuss that she thinks she's ugly because we the audience have eyes in our head and we be like she's <laughs> right. not ugly um so instead they just like make it, and they also don't they obviously don't want to address like uh they don't want to get into fat or not fat or any of that stuff Nope. which is yeah. like f- good but at the same time it's like so then it's just like not like what is her problem then like yes. she's just
3: Excuse me, Jen. She's vaguely unpleasant.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean that that is is
3: really a hill to climb, right there. That is,
2: yeah. It's just like you need to put the movie needs to put a finer point about what she thinks about herself, what he thinks about her, and what the rest of the world thinks when they see her, because they don't. And so it's just like I don't even know what we're talking about.
1: (laughs) Well, even so much so at the end, like so he's he finds out. Oh man, uh, you're you. Is this some sort of joke? You're a comedy routine. This, that the other thing, and, he's, and he he like starts really laying into them, and he goes like, "Yeah, you're so t- you so you're the you're the stupid and beautiful one, and you're the the smart and you know what? Forget it." I'm like, "No, finish the yep. fucking
2: finish <laughs> We need to talk yep. about this. You made this movie up, movie <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> <laughs> also, here while he's like piecing this together in this scene, and like it's awful throughout, but there's kind of like some blissful silence here while he's putting it together the score oh. to this movie is oh. it's reprehensible
3: <laughs> it's the French it's so thing bad. too
1: like, they're, like, there's like little mandolin
3: like, like when they're walking along the beach yep,
1: yeah. like, that's all also terrible uh, Howard, Howard Shore is taking it for a walk yeah, I think it was a, let's have the assistant write this one and we'll put <laughs> Howard Shore's name on well, it. He
4: could take a long walk off a short shore. Yes! There we go. Uh, there yes! we go. Sort of something. That's <laughs> sort of I something. I thought about Indeed. not saying it, but here
1: we <laughs> <laughs> Where would we <it> be then? <laughs> <laughs> what we do get in this next scene is something that you can, oh, and I've been here myself, uh, you know the person's going through a rough time, man cup of coffee in the morning at a bar yep not good Mm -hmm. well this is when the the first scene is like when uma thurman disappears from the movie where it's like it's them on the beach and like well that was wild and wacky and she's like oh by the way i didn't get my uh i i didn't i didn't get my whatever my newscaster gig obviously i'm so stupid but you're a great friend and she's like Janine Groffel is like, here, I have this other job at the radio station for you, which is yes. not what she wanted. Or and she what also she...
2: says it's not news, but it's pretty good. But she doesn't say what Like it is. Like, what is it? What, what is it? What is what is this job? Is it secretary? Is <laughs> it mopping the floors? Or the <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, actually, we need somebody to um, uh, hang up new portraits. You see a uh, funny person. I had taken a picture of myself to be hung on the wall, and some joker just put a bunch of fucking dogs and cats. So you know what? We need? Some, we
1: do, do a new picture hanger is what we need. Okay, Noelle? So could you help us please? I mean, it would have been a nice thing if you see at the end of this movie, like, maybe Uma is like the call screener now, but like she, you know, she's also working like the Roz Doyle angle, so she's like Getting some lines in on the air, they have some witty banter or something. It's just so weird because she's just like, wow, thanks, and is gone. Because I guess what the the real the indie version of this movie, which would be more satisfying if it's like, wow, this guy is gone, but aren't we great friends? You know what I mean? That's sort yeah. of something and maybe. We also yeah. have
2: learned, like, because also, like, there's no resolution to any of their characters at all. Like, it's not like Uma Thurman's like, oh. Like, learns to be more confident in herself yeah. or anything at all. Right. Like, she doesn't, nothing happens to her, really. Like, she's actually, I guess, worse off than she at the beginning. <laughs> <I'm kidding>. Kinda. <laughs>
3: I would actually, yeah. Like, and it, the indie version of this movie would also have an interesting scene where she tells him and there's an interesting back and forth about yes. Revelation mm-hmm. rather than her talking to him while he silently sips <laughs> coffee at this bar
1: for three minutes. Dude, and when she is trying to apologize and like he's not having it and this, that, and the other thing. And then, uh, you know, she's like, whatever her line is, she's like, for what it's worth, like, I really did like you or whatever. I thought we'd be good together. And he's like, now we'll never know, will we? Yes. And like she stares at this. And I guess they thought that this was like a joke. Uh, like awkwardly staring at him for like 20 seconds while he ignores her before she turns and leaves the bar. And I'm like, this is just uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And it's making her even weirder. I mean, like, she, that's the thing. is like she, the character is definitely flawed and whatever, but she wasn't weird in this way. Yes. And now all of a sudden she's weird. Mm-hmm. And it's like, eh, just leave. It's yeah. not funny. It doesn't work. No, it's not good.
2: Because also like, I don't, because since we, this movie is um, cr- almost criminally underwritten. We don't really quite know what her motivation is here. No. Like, does she really think that he's going to, like, forgive her and they're going to get back together, or is she just trying to, like, like apologize? Yeah, and you don't point. quite right. know. Um, I mean, obviously, I know where the movie's going. Unfortunately, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but so like she gets like yeah, it's a weird like you never see. Obviously, he is going to change his mind and they will get together but like you never see him have that epiphany like she just goes back to work and then it's like oh you got a package here and she opens it and it's a fucking pair of roller skates. <laughs> I mean literally well, no, I think this you
2: is- do see the epiphany because uh, Chris mentioned this earlier because he's in his apartment sad and alone and then the dog brings him her oh, shoe yes. and he's like oh the shoe and he, I guess but well, they don't show him smelling it but I guess that's implied. <laughs>
1: I mean honestly I was going to say yeah. that dog should not be Eating that shoe, I'll be honest. Yeah. With you, dude, there, there's
3: flakes on the shoe as well. Uh,
1: flakes. I... Look, if you're going to if you're going to sniff and lick the shoe, just keep it to the outside. <laughs> the shoe. My precious flakes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But like literally, somebody like it's uh, you know the um, the end of Wayne's World. This is cute rom com ending. Like literally, yeah. it's yeah. got yep. nothing to do with the rest of the movie. It's just like. Well, what if we did the Scooby-Doo ending? Like, you know what I mean? Oh, no, what if we did the cute rom-com ending (laughs) Mm -hmm. where someone goes to somebody's work and does something cute and everyone in their office goes, wow. (laughs) Mm. Uh, But yeah, so like, and this, it's just, none of, I mean, like this movie is whatever, but like this literally does not make sense. Like, The dog is there with this package and then like the dog is pulling her on the roller skates to a predetermined destination. And I'm like, dude, you've had this dog for maybe two months. Like however long this story is supposed to go. Like there's no way you trained it to do this. Like this would be some really impressive like kennel club dog show (laughs) shit right here. And I'm not buying it with this dog. Although I will say the dog, I think fabulous canine. Oh, Oh, incredible. Absolutely incredible.
3: Oh, wow. Oh, Jerome, you know, there's a dog here in the middle of the lobby. She let it up to that uh, that piece of shit up there. Probably for that piece of shit up there. Let's let's get this dog on the elevator, huh? Mm -hmm.
1: Hey, dog, you know what Florida is, right? Okay. I'll see you up there. Love that dog. I'd like to lodge a complaint. (laughs) You're you're passing bad medical advice to these pet owners. (laughs) And I'm telling the authorities about that turtle finger thing. 30 stitches later, and I'm still not okay.
4: All right. We'll put up a little content advisory thing before those episodes. All right. Topical. Uh, but so
1: he's like, he's at the beach or whatever, and they. It's really quick. You know, there's a couple of lines back and forth, and then like we get to some real wide-ass open-mouth kissing, yep. kind of unbelievable. Yep. Got to be clear here: she has got a haircut from two movies later. I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, I don't because it's it's very it's much longer here. It's, it's, a, it's a much better haircut. Yeah. yeah.
3: Oh, yeah, she was well into uh, uh, shoots on The Matchmaker at this point.
1: Maybe she was filming Copland, possibly.
3: Ooh, maybe.
1: They had to fucking pull her out of a Just for Laughs performance. (laughs) (laughs) Get her back in for some reshoots. But, yeah, oh, this, the kissing is, Ugh. it's a lot and it's a lot.
2: Yeah, I don't remember writing this, but my last note on this movie is just smooch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I wrote Definitely. down
4: smoochers. <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, my next and final note was, I thought this was actually kind of funny. She was like, oh, that night on the phone, I'm pregnant.
1: Yes. See, yes. And that is a very funny joke, and it's destroyed by Ben Chaplin's shitty response. <laughs> Because she flips that so fast, I feel like that's another like great Garofalo joke yeah. or something. And then he just goes. The last line of this movie is he just goes, "Don't." <laughs> yeah. As in, as in, like you know, as in, like, don't joke about it. Don't say that. Or whatever. And he's just like, "Don't." <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's why I have a cop. He says, are you sure it's not? Are you sure it's mine? (laughs) Oh, well, you're
1: that. That's you're right. That is the last line of the movie. But it's it's one of those like the camera is already panning towards the ocean. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's an ADR line that you don't see his mouth actually say. But you're totally right. He does follow it up with a are you sure it's mine which is funny which is why they had to do an ADR because they were like dude we have to have you go out with something entertaining and that fucking <laughs> monosyllabic response you oh, gave there, was not there's it there's
4: one thing you should know about me my my bed is pregnant and I impregnated your shoe
1: <laughs> yeah.
5: oh
3: man yeah nine months later Vincent Lindon is like gi- giving birth to a fucking uh, phone baby <laughs>
4: oh, oh and one time I impregnated a cake at a
1: potluck <laughs> Uh, one of those guys, huh, Eric?
4: <laughs> he, seems, um, <laughs> he seems the type,
1: to be honest. Just, just to be clear, if we're doing notes, my notes said "hard makeout." Okay, just to be yeah. That's what mm, I nice I hard. said we're playing password here. I said this kiss is, and then all parentheses,
3: open mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But mine says "fucking in public."
2: <laughs> yeah, there sure. You go. Yep.
1: There's also that. I'm glad to find out that we were all on the exact same wavelength at the (laughs) end of this movie. Love it.
2: Basically, like a kid, like a little kid watching a movie like, ew. (laughs) Yes.
1: I mean, I'm sorry. It's gross to watch people make out.
2: It's not cool. It's disgusting. I've turned off whole movies, but specifically, a li- this is a Lifetime movie issue. Often, when there's terrible Foley kissing sounds, oh, oh the you too bad. I will turn off a whole movie.
3: Yeah, like eating a sandwich. Yeah, no, it's good.
2: <laughs>
3: We're in
4: love now. <laughs> <laughs> Pass the uh, best foods
1: mayonnaise. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. Uh, don't. (laughs) Uh, That is the end of this motion picture. We will go around with recommendations and final thoughts. And our guest this week, Jen, we'll start with you.
2: Uh, So, do I recommend this movie?
1: Would you recommend it, or any any other like final thoughts you have about the film, The Truth About Cats and Dogs? It's
2: really hard to recommend this movie. Um, I've seen it a million times, and um. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, don't. Uh, That would be my... If you have already seen it, yeah, keep watching it. Like, you might as well. Like, you already got it in your brain. Keep going, sure, why not? Keep the streak alive. Keep the streak alive. You know, I'll probably... This would not be the last time I see this movie by a long shot. It's just... But if you're not infected already, you know, just, like, stay safe. Wear your mask. Uh...
1: (laughs) Uh, Steve Sadak. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll give it a light recommend. I will say this is, and this I, I want to give credit to the woman I stole that from uh, last week when I said that. Um, uh, Big Bully is a regular movie. I took that from my my lovely wife, Jen. Is very clear about like let's just watch a regular movie yeah, tonight, regular- and I and I yep. know exactly what she means by that. And that's like something like Big Bully or, or this movie. This movie is exactly a regular yeah. movie. I mean, aside from the phone sex. Uh, so it's like <laughs> a light recommend, like kind of a hangover movie situation. I do like to watch, you know, Ginny uh, uh, Groffel is very funny and, and very beautiful, and so is uh Uma Thurman's very beautiful, very fun. So these are good things to watch. Uh Ben Chaplin's a uh, dry toast, so there's that. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh Eric Siska. I can't just I can't really fully get there. It's a light not recommend. I think mm-hmm. there's definitely worse you could watch, but it didn't quite didn't quite get there for me. So no. Mm-hmm. Chris
3: Cabin. I mean, I guess I have to because of my history with this. I've just watched this movie so fucking much. But like In your flaky bed. In my flaky bed. <laughs> oh god. With damn. pictures of Janine Garofalo all over my wall. Um, <laughs> no, I mean it's 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 funny you call it a normal movie. This is like a deeply irregular movie, movie. Like wildly strange. And like what I think you mean by that is it's a very nineties movie. Yes. It feels yeah. like a drenched in nineties stuff and like yeah, the uh, trying to the beginning of the terrible. Let's bring four movies over here and futz with them a little bit. Make it just has that whole scent about it. Uh, if I had not like Jen, if I had not already seen it, I would probably tell you no. Mm-hmm. But I just have this history with the movie, and I can't. A, a lot of me is imprinted from this, so I I have to give it a like. Yeah, I feel, it. It. I feel not you, not good. Chris. We're
2: we're in the same horrible boat. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs>
1: Uh, I I guess I'm kind of like a light recommend. Uh, this was the first time I saw it. It was one of those movies where like I knew that VHS cover like front to back. Mm-hmm. And it was just kind of like, all right, it seems wacky enough, um, but I just never you know, got around to it. And I thought it was like fine. I, I really yeah. thought like Uma to me was like the best part of it. Because I thought she is legitimately funny, but it's just from a totally different movie yes, that's absolutely. not this. Um, and you know, and I like Garofalo, too. I think she's fucking hilarious. Yep. Um, she's been, you know, obviously in much better stuff than this, Wet Hot American Summer, for one. Um, and, you know, if, if you haven't, like, I think her stand-up is very funny. I got to see her do stand-up one time in Brooklyn. It was a lot of fun. Uh, she's a very funny person. This was just a weird experiment that, did not uh, work out so well. Uh, but that is uh, going to do it for the truth about cats and dogs. Jen, so much thank- uh, thanks so much for coming in and uh, hanging out with us on this one.
2: Anytime. I'm really happy to celebrate Valentine's Day and love you Ari here on We hate <laughs> <laughs> Just to be clear, nope. the Love
1: You Ari is a Hallmark network situation. Really? Yeah. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, I know. I So happy wanna,
2: Love uh, You Ari. <laughs> do not say that. I do <laughs> celebrate. I hate
1: you Ari over here. <laughs> Uh, this is certainly will not be the last time we go to the filmography of Michael Lehman. That's for darn sure. I mean, who knows? We could uh, by looking at this what I got here, there is an, an entire possibility we're doing one of these on listener request. Mm-hmm. Month. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, but uh, that is the truth about cats and dogs directed by Michael Lehman from 96. Like I've said twice already in the last few seconds. Uh, if you want more, we hate movies, of course, check out patreon.com slash we hate movies. We've got a lot of cool stuff. On the Patreon for the month of February, including, of course, uh the final few episodes of the first season of the podcast of Boba Fett. We'll see if that uh totally underbaked Star Wars TV show (laughs) is worth a good goddamn in these last weeks here. We'll see about that. We got a We Love movie. Speaking of Uma, of course, we are doing two We Love movies episodes this month, Kill Bill Volume One and Kill Bill Volume Two, both coming out this month. Very excited about that. Two
4: feature length episodes on that five dollar level, folks.
1: And if, yeah, you, yeah. if you want to double your pleasure, you go up to the $10 level where you get that horrible Boba Fett show. But what is very funny and entertaining. But if you want to hear more. Our of- show is very yes. funny and entertaining. That other show is uh, the actual show. is not. If cool. you want to hear more of Jen, uh, you can get to our $10 uh, once in a lifetime. She's already done uh, the, uh, what is that movie called? Uh, Deadly Mile High Deadly Club. Deadly Mile High Club. And this month we have a, a new episode coming out. Wi- about uh, stalked by my doctor the return
4: yes yes we forgot oh, it on the yeah. Big Daddy Dispatch but to <laughs> let everyone know yes once in a lifetime we'll return in February because it's love you Erie, or whatever right so, <laughs> yeah, an and, true. True. and we'll be talking about stalked by my doctor too I'm so
1: excited and speaking of huge creeps, who are we talking about on the Glebe Glossary this oh, month Oh well, or... we're
4: we're kind of continuing this theme of of kind of doing pairings with the Book of Boba Fett. Uh, cause last month we did Dengar. This month we're gonna do the Max Rebo band.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. And what we're gonna learn all about the the day a lot of them perished on Jabba sail barge. It was the day the Jizz died. <laughs> I guess so,
4: except for I guess
1: Max Rebo got out, which is, you know, God bless, dude. <laughs> Uh, and, of course, new episodes of Melrose 2 and 0 and the Nexus around there. Listen, it's a stacked thing, folks. It's, check it yes. out. Patreon.com slash WeHateMovies. It's honestly
4: too much, so check it out.
1: <laughs> uh, and, of course, on the main feed here, WHM Prime, a uh, new episode will roll out here next Tuesday. Steve, what will we be talking about then? Dust off your worst Irish accents, because we are going to get blown away next week with oh boy, friend of the show, uh, Jamel Bowie, coming back. Yes! This is awesome. Uh I'm excited for this. I'll tell you right now. You know why? I'll admit it right here, I have never seen this movie. Oh, you man. know what?
4: Neither have I. So we'll see. Oh wow, yeah. okay. We
3: will in see. Was, it's a wild Such one. a
1: treat. And it's a it, wild Oh one. my god. Tommy Lee Jones finds out about you too. It's just <laughs> it's incredible. Oh boy, I love it. Uh so until next week when Jamel Bowie is back on the program talking blown away. I'm Andrew Jupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Siska. Chris Cabin
2: and Jennifer Kay.
1: Take it easy.
0: That was a HeadGum Podcast.